0: Welcome to the Bad Clan Fantasy Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Blake, Tyler, and Rob. The power of love is a curious thing.
1: Make a one man weep, make another man sing. Change a heart to a little white dove. Welcome in and hello from where we are to you are. It's me, your host, Blake. Joined with bio or damn, I always fuck that up. Joined as always (laughs) by Tyler and Rob. Tyler, how are you doing?
0: So for those of you who had the under under two and a half total intros, not fucked up. You are on track right
2: now. Right, you're making money, baby. Yeah, Uh, doing good, Blake. Uh, God damn it, I always, I always. This is no, it's a perfect way to start the podcast because you know if you're not amped and ready to go, as soon as Blake
1: trips over his second sentence, I'm ready. (laughs) I'm rocking. Man, I'm so annoyed because uh, for whatever reason, I was listening to the, the footballers. Well, I always listen to them every day, but I was listening to them up at work. And I had in my head is like, oh, I'm going to do this this thing in uh, the intro tonight. And I fucking forgot it immediately. And then I stripped over myself trying to introduce you guys. And yeah, it just didn't go well. You got to write those things down. <laughs> didn't though. That's not my jam. Um, I do have headphones now, so that's nice. But yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, we are uh, going into week five of the football season. Oh. Uh, it's the quarter season check-in, so I'm gonna guess. Let's let's. Uh, I'm gonna throw this at you, Tyler. Give me a like a two or one or two minute bit on how you feel after a quarter of the season has gone by.
0: Uh, running backs in general are trying to hurt you. The running back position hates each and every one of us as a person.
1: It does seem quite targeted and personal from the running back committee in uh, the NFL at large. Rob, how are you feeling? I mean,
2: to go along with that, they hate us and they're low scoring. I mean, scoring, is, I think fantasy scoring is down. I mean, there's been some people who do really or who have done very well, but overall scoring is down. They're just there's only a couple of guys that have consistently
1: given you points. And the people that have them have done well, obviously. Uh, one thing I don't know, if, I don't know if you guys listen to the, the ballers. I'm going to mention them again today, but there's they have their megalobal. Uh, for those who don't know, the Megalable uh, Fantasy Contest, which they do every year with all their listeners. Uh, I'm part of it. I'm doing terrible. But they said today on their show, their leading person in the whole league has 740 points or something like that, undefeated. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, that is. They have all the right people. Right. That's, that, that's nuts. I don't know how you managed to, to get a team like
2: that together. Yeah. It'll be a different team in four weeks because the people that have done good, the first
1: four will probably get hurt and stink it up the second four so yeah i'll just take this second here and say i'm very glad you know we i did that trade i did with nick last week because uh my team would be in a whole different place going into week five than it is (sighs) now i'm sorry nick (laughs) well
2: we'll get we'll get to that when we talk about uh the trades since we spoke last but he he only kept that piece of the the big piece of your trade with him
1: uh one week and now he's gone yeah so (laughs) let's go ahead and get into some news guys right
0: Knock, knock, who's there? The news.
1: All righty, so I kind of bundled everything into just injuries this week because I don't know if there's a ton of like just strictly news to talk about. Um, I also didn't do a whole lot of deep diving in preparation tonight, but let's start with the biggest um, issue, I guess, is something you could say. Uh, Javante Williams talking about them running backs. I wrote mm-hmm. down here in my podcast notes: Javante Williams dash, knee explosion um he has torn what is it lcl and acl yeah, yeah and yeah and maybe another thing and,
0: yeah and i think the pcl yeah, yeah i it. mean the the easiest comp here is uh, uh dobbins from the yeah. ravens wow he had that real real extended time to come back um not oh uh, yeah it was more than 12 months because he got hurt week one in his rookie year and he came back in what week three week four yeah, last this week. year.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: So that, that's your best comp. And yeah, I mean, even in Dynasty, where you thought you had an asset for years and years, like you're not even going to be sure if you have an asset next year.
2: Right. Cause he's going to probably more than likely miss the first four before they even take him off. They'll probably put him on the pup to start. He misses four and then another two before, maybe three before he works himself back in. I mean, look at Dobbins. Like you said, that's a really good comp. Um, so what do you have next year? And then, you know, does Denver protect themselves now? Uh and re you know, the guy that's kind of been in the way. Um, or do they maybe get a, a another running back in the draft? I mean, you don't know. Yeah, it's a shaky piece yeah. in a dynasty and it's obviously in redraft, you're done.
0: Yeah, depending yeah. on where their uh buy falls next year, you know, if, if their buy is week six, then that's the easy one where you go, Okay, well, week eight or week yeah. seven, you know, wherever. Like right, right. Yeah,
1: or uh, a big free agency sign- signing. I'm not sure who's on the on the deck for those, but are could be entering free agency? But yeah, I, I mean, you hit off the redraft. You're looking at him. trade for, Zeke, trade yeah, him yeah, Zeke, right? <laughs> uh, like mid season, maybe for a return uh, for in redraft next year. I don't even know if he's. I mean, and even then, you don't know if he's going to be any kind of you know whether it's usage or healthy to provide fantasy value that he yeah. used to anyway. Yeah, and it's tough because this kid was the. The
2: next Jonathan Taylor. If if he could just have clear path to the bulk of the carries, you know, he had the talent and everything to be the next Jonathan Taylor. And it's, it's sad that he goes down week four, but.
0: So we saw JK Dobbins get drafted in the fifth round this year for us. I would guess seventh for Javante next year.
1: I'd venture yep. even later. I would, I would venture into double digits. It just the, on the fact that he's not going to be available to you until like almost midseason as far as fantasy goes.
2: Yeah. I mean, you got to look and see where, I mean, <laughs> even though he's an older receiver, but look where Hopkins went. I'm, I'm not sure what round he went in for sure, but you, you drafted him knowing he was going to miss six games. So I think it'd be the same kind of thing. Cause Hopkins round 10. So Somewhere between 7 and 10. I'd but say. Hopkins, like, more you know, valuable. even
0: even before he got hurt last year, he was kind of mm-hmm. downtrending. Yes. So that's, that's where I'm thinking, Agreed. you know, 7, 8, somewhere in there, I think is perfect yes. where you have the upside, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, sticking with the running backs, uh, let's talk about Jonathan Taylor, just because uh, I think, Rob, you brought him up. I uh, can compare us in there. Yeah. Um, ankle injury last week already ruled out for this week's game. Is that the Thursday night game? Yeah, it is. Yes. It is. And, that, and that's why he's ruled out.
0: Yeah, Um. this originally there was the major fear of high ankle, which we know not only is a death bell for, or a death knell for running backs in terms of, you know, they'll be out four to six, but also reduce production when they get back. Um. Since then, obviously, since he didn't immediately get ruled out, uh, it seems like it's a low ankle minor thing. Um, with the Thursday night game, I think that's a blessing. They hold him out one game. He has, what, two full weeks to recover? Right. And he should be totally fine going forward. Um, Cordero Patterson put on IR, missing at least
1: four games. Uh, didn't write down what his injury was, but I'm assuming it's a leg injury of some variety. It, it was a knee. He
2: had like he had a surgery. I think it's a meniscus. Um, that's right. <clears> so it was, you know, as far as knee surgeries go, minor. But you're, you're going to miss four weeks, you know. So they put him on the IR. He's going to miss the four. Um, It kind of puts that team's already in a bit of a disarray. Um, But at least he was the one consistent offensive weapon. Now, who knows who's running the ball? I don't know if that means I I just don't know what that means for that team.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, look, we can talk about that offense until the cows come home with, you know, how Kyle Pitts is doing and that sort of thing. But that offense, the way it's built is like it's a really well-built offense it's being explosive with fucking mark marcus mariota under center you get a competent quarterback into that offense and that could certainly be something yeah we're gonna bitch because the guys we think should be getting the catches aren't getting them but that's a pretty well-built offense by arthur smith it is
2: and you but you just don't know who's gonna do what right exactly So you can't really look at it and say Cordell's gone. This means more for this person or this person other than the direct running back. Who's going to take those. And do they change that up? Because he was such a, though they didn't throw to him as much this year as in the past. He was more a pure running back this year. Wasn't he?
1: Yes. He was being in a, he's getting a a lot more carries on the ground. And I think that that was a lot to do with, um, uh, I was going to confuse Darrell Williams being injured in week one. Yes. Uh, that he that leads to Cordero getting a lot more work, especially with who else is in that backfield, you know, a rookie and then a right, not very good player. Isn't
0: Daryl's the one in Arizona, Damien.
1: Damien. Okay, Dar- there you Damien. go. Damien. See, I told you I was getting confused. Yeah, yeah. Either way, but
2: yes, and Damien was the guy that they um, trusted in in Pass Pro. And as anybody that follows football knows the rookies don't get on the field until they can excel in pass pro because they're not going to get their quarterback killed because the rookie misses an assignment. So
0: Now, I mean, Algiers certainly stepped up into his role last week. So, you know, definitely the number one target there. Um, you know, wh- whether he continues that role or not, or whether he was just forced into it, we'll see. Yeah, But, man, I, I think for the next week, he's certainly, this is the audition of auditions. You You go in and you got to perform here.
2: Yeah, I agree hundred right. percent. Uh, could be the end for Cordell.
1: Maybe for, for real. He's um, 31. <laughs> let's talk about some quarterbacks here. Right. Had a whole mess of them. Oh. Um, Tua. Uh, Tua happened last Thursday night. Oh, Everybody God. saw that I mean, it was it was borderline <laughs> horrifying that uh how he was on the field there after being taken down. Um, yeah. you know. Things happen in the NFL, uh, you know, lawsuits or whatever, people getting fired. But two so were as ruled out this week, I don't know if there's any word on what's going to happen going forward, his timeline
2: to get back or what. So they're on purposely setting no timeline because they realize the optics are really, really bad right now. Uh, there was no way, even if he was cleared, was he going to play this week? Because it'd be like, you let him play the first one, he got murdered. And, you know, froze up and all that. And then you're going to let him play again. And now what happens? We got to wheel him out, you know, in a wheelchair. Um, So he wasn't going to play this week no matter what. That's why they ruled him out so early. His MRI was clean. There's no lingering anything. As long as he's feeling good, he will play the following week. They will take it slow. They will say all the right things that they're going to leave it to the doctors and all that.
1: But he will play next week. Um, the Giants quarterbacks are all fucked up. That's what my, uh, that's what my podcast note says is Giants quarterbacks all fucked up. Uh, they really are. Uh, what is it? A, is it ankle sprain for, or no, a neck injury for, uh, Daniel Jones
0: ankle, no, no no, ankle ankle. for Daniel Jones.
1: And then a Uh, neck for the other guy, Glennon, right? Tyrod.
0: No, Tyrod Tyrod, has concussion. Tyrod. Tyrod has, And then Davis Webb is the third string. So the, the good news coming out here is, um, Tyrod is still in concussion protocol. That's not the good news, but the good news is they had a uh, practice squad quarterback basically waiting at the hotel. Um, and they sent him home. Uh, so it looks like Daniel Jones is good to go. Davis Webb will be the backup. Uh, and if Tyrod can go, he could go. So I I don't think you really adjust anything other than, you know, if you're going for rushing yards on Daniel Jones, uh, maybe reduce those a little bit.
2: 100% true. You're not, That's exactly it. Daniel Jones is going to do the same things that he usually does, except he's not running for 70 yards this weekend. Uh, And the only offensive player that you're playing in this the entire year um, is Saquon. And it doesn't affect Saquon at all. In fact, if anything,
1: it might help him out a little bit. Um, Uh, A little bit of quarterback news that we did have that I just reminded myself of is we had the zap attack up in New England. Oh, my God. Yes, everybody yeah. was get everybody was getting zappy up there.
0: Zip zappy zorp.
1: <laughs> I love all of the puns with I mean, zappy. It's so entertaining.
2: I mean, Mac Jones is questionable again this week. There's a possibility he plays. It was nice that Zip Zap Zim um, actually played decently because uh, what's his name? Hoyer Hoyer. Thank you. Um, it's is a 38 year old, terrible. I know he's like 36, but you know, let's exaggerate a little on the podcast. Hey, he's not good. I, you'd rather that the young guy that you picked up, you know, can be that too, at least. So I, I think Mac it's, it's possible old zipper zap. will get the start this week and then Mac comes back next week. Um, I doubt they want to rush their high drafted quarterback from last year back too soon. So that's what I think.
0: Yeah. And they're playing Detroit this week and detroit is abysmal versus the run so this could very well be a week where i could see damian harris and Ramondre stevenson both go over a hundred and they only pass with zappy 15 times right something like that and And they're all play action and they're all play action And why rush mac jones back if you don't think that the lions can stop the run
1: right yeah um Dak is still not able to grip the football correctly, so it's going to be Cooper Rush against the Eagles this week, right? I think I remember that correctly. Rams, Rams Eagles Rams. next week.
2: Yeah, it'll be the Rams. Um, he he may play the next two weeks um, because they're, they're not going to. There's no reason to rush Dak back for two reasons. One, you're winning. And all this talk about, oh, is he going to take – no, no, no. You're paying Dak too much money Has too much guaranteed money. And that's the, that's reason number two, you're paying him too much money to rush him back and have him be what uh, Russell Wilson was last year when he got back too soon from the thumb thing. So they're going to, I, you know, every Cowboy fan is like, Oh, when's he coming back? Or he doesn't need to come back. He's going to come back. It's probably going to be not for two to three more weeks
0: yeah and you just look at the upcoming schedule and that tells you exactly why yeah you have two hard games you have rams and you have philly the next two weeks both on the road and then you have detroit and chicago are you worried about either of those teams i mean if i get it if Dak is ready to go versus philly fine if if he's truly truly ready but if if he's not ready to go against philly and then it's like hey we have detroit and chicago and we're what with Cooper rush. Let's even say, let's say he loses. We split. Let's pretend. Well, even if we split, we're yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're either four and one with Cooper rush or three and two going in against two bad teams. So yeah, I mean, (laughs) Cooper rush has beaten better teams than those two. So again, why rush him? All right. I'm
1: going to hit you guys with three receivers and then let you guys talk about them. So, uh, Jahan Dotson, hamstring out one to two weeks. I, I, Generally with receivers, lean more towards the later time on that. Uh, Traylon Burks, turf toe, probably my least favorite injury, uh, recurring injury for a receiver. And Jamison Crowder, while not on anybody's team here in this league, but does have some uh, consequences positively for some of the receivers that we might potentially have. He has a broken ankle out for probably ever.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Crowder could be done, although he is younger than you'd think but um, as far Dodson and Burks are super easy to project as far as uh, any work that was going to Dodson, just give it to McLaurin McLaurin has only had like a 16% target share this year. Uh, Samuel is playing an entirely different role. So just, just flip those over to or uh, McLaurin, the majority of them. Um, Burks is the same way. Give those to Robert Woods. I think uh, this week is a Robert Woods breakout. And then um, as far as Jamison Crowder goes, you give all that work to whoever is in the slot in Buffalo. Should be Isaiah McKenzie. He's coming back from concussion protocol. If it's not, right. it'll be Khalil Shakir. Um, Shakira, Shakira, his hips don't lie. But um... <laughs> watch him get a hip injury Shut up.
1: this week. Shut up.
0: Hip but uh, In
1: the future for Isaiah McKenzie or whatever the hell he's, yeah, is. Where it, you just Isaiah McKenzie is,
0: is the guy to roster if you are gonna roster one and right. that could certainly be a valuable piece going forward depending on how you look um dotson again blake said one to two weeks burks could be around a month I believe so you know woods certainly out of I guess out of all of those Rob Woods or Isaiah McKenzie rest of season rest of season yep
2: wow so that's a tough one I probably would have to go Isaiah McKenzie because they have shown, A, that offense is way better, and uh, B, they have shown they are not afraid to go to him when they're in the red zone, um, where you would think that it would be digs all the time and he would only be the between-the-20s guy in the slot. They've gone to him in the red zone, so I actually like McKenzie better. Um, plus, I'm just anti-Bobby Trees ever
1: since he screwed me two years ago,
2: so he can eat a
1: dick. Uh, there was that guy that I was looking at. I don't remember his name. I think he's a rookie that is on the Titans as well, Tyler. That I had on my team and then dropped. Uh, he,
0: Pierce. I think Alec Pierce is on the Colts, but I don't remember what the first. No, I
1: didn't have Pierce. Oh, it was uh, Phillips. Something yeah, oh, Phillips. 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 It's yes. Alec
0: Pierce and Alex. Alex Phillips, I believe. Yes.
1: Yes. <clears throat> um, I don't think I don't know if he's on anybody's team. I don't think he is. But you, you said it when I picked him up, Tyler, a couple weeks ago. He could be a sneaky good ad, and I bailed on him after one good week. He could still be a sneaky ad.
0: I, I don't think the Burks injury adjusts him though, um, because he's more of a, the slack guy. And I, I think it's all woods
1: here. We'll all right. Uh, anything else? News injury wise that you guys want to hit on?
0: No? I mean, we had a, we had a big retirement in the NFL. <laughs> oh, uh, we did. Two big retirements.
1: There will no longer be any Beazle things. No, no Beasley things. Um, what's the other retirement? <laughs>
0: I had to play that for Beasley retiring because no one cares. Uh, the other retirement is huge. Blake Bortles. Oh, yes, oh, I did God. hear that.
2: Yeah. He had one good year. And he had that one good year. He made Alan Robinson good for one year. Uh,
0: I, I stand by my take that garbage time Blake Bortles is on the Mount Rushmore of fantasy football contributors.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. That year. Was that 14 or 15? I don't remember what year it was. I don't know. I don't
0: know. But, <laughs> but you literally you yes. literally rode him through the entire playoffs, and they were down the entire fucking time. And then they just threw through through, and he ended up with 45 points, and yeah. it was
2: beautiful. Every fourth quarter, you could count on two touchdowns and, like, almost 200 yards from old Bort. It didn't matter how he did the first half. He could have two picks, one touchdown, 85 yards, and he'd end up 385, four touchdowns,
1: And a two-yard loss. Yeah, he will be missed. Not quite as much in my heart as Ryan Fitzpatrick, but he will be missed. Uh, Let's go into my over-under. By far my favorite uh, bumper in this entire podcast. I dig it. Uh, so this week, yeah, Tyler, transactions come after the over/under. They always have.
0: Wow, I'm glad we put that in the recording rather than you know <laughs> just. That's why I put that in the chat and not you know said it out loud. Nope, like, i was like, hey, it. just remember.
1: Nope, I said it out loud because this has been the same thing the last three weeks.
0: Oh, you're so lucky. I don't have the fart sound effect still up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, so last week, I was uh, all about defense and sacks. We actually had, you guys got one wrong. It was uh, Philly. I uh, set the over in at three and a half, and you took the others across the board. Philly actually had four sacks, so everybody else was under. Uh, Tampa Bay really made it close. They had three, or they had three. They three. Yep. Oh, then you guys got that one wrong, too. I no, know, so
0: uh, Rob and I made a dollar bet on that game. Uh, yeah, Rob was so. under one and a half. I was over one and a half. Uh, so current dollar bet standings after week five. Uh, Blake and Tyler are up a dollar. Rob is down two dollars. I don't. Ah. I don't uh,
1: recognize your authority. Yeah. Well, also, none of us remember last week's podcast. So, hundred
0: uh, percent. That sure. was early. That was early enough in the podcast because that was in this segment.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah
1: blinded by science the only uh you guys took the others the only order you got correctly was dallas under six and a half they got two the least amount of sacks in this entire uh thing here Yeah, but this week i got a little lazy just kind of went with an easy thing here but we're talking about the 300 club that's the title of this week's episode i got three quarterbacks all in the top four scoring quarterbacks of last week's uh in our league All over 300 yards. The question is, will they go over or under 300 yards again this week? Ooh, I like this one. Number one, I've got Jared Goff. Jared Goff is playing at New New England. Last week, 378 yards. Uh, Just a little bit of help to you guys if you don't know. DJ Chark and DeAndre Swift not practicing thus far this week. Uh, Hawkinson dealing with a hip injury, I believe, or issue, not an injury, quite, quite.
0: Hawkin- as well. Hawkinson will play. Uh, Amaron is likely to be out again.
2: All right, and Swift, who knows? Um, Wednesday is always his day off, so who knows? So, over
1: under three hundred for Jared Goff.
2: Uh, easy for me. It's New England. Uh, mm, They've yep. been playing very good defense. You said it's at New England. At New England. Yeah, that's an under for me. Okay.
0: Yeah, th- this is an easy line for me as well. This is under um, going over 300 against Seattle is nothing to write home about. I'm pretty sure any of us three could go over 300 against Seattle. Uh, and that's the only game golf has been over 300 this year.
1: All right. Next up, I've got Tom Brady mm. over under 300 yards last week, 385 uh, against um, the Chiefs, Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, this week versus Atlanta. He's at home.
0: Yeah, this one is this one is tough because surface level. You would say no again. Brady's only been over 300 once, and he was in a perfect game script to throw throw throw. But this is this is going to be one of the first times that his entire receiving core is healthy and they're coming off of a loss. So this could be one of those Tom Bra- and Tom Brady is also getting divorced. So right. this could be one of those. uh fuck you tours uh, that stop or that stopping uh, or Atlanta coming to Tampa Bay. I am going to go. I'm going to go over, um, but within 15 yards. All right, Rob, I'm going
2: over.
1: No caveat, just over. Cool. Last one. This is going to be an easy one. I, f- I feel like it just, it has to be in there. Cause he has the stats. Geno Smith. Oh, God. Uh, I mean, Gino is letting loose. You know, can you almost say let Gino cook? I don't know. God. Uh, Maybe sco- No, never <laughs> mind. Gino had 320 yards last week. Uh, this week, they're in New Orleans. Who did they play last week? The Lions? Detroit. Okay.
2: We've established <laughs> Detroit is not good on defense. And you could play the Little Sisters of the Poor and they'd uh, run for 100 yards on them. Um under against that Saints defense.
1: Yeah, and it would be fun at some point in this entire segment. If you guys would disagree, just just on like just for the principle of, you know, my spreadsheet. And I look Why don't way.
0: you set better lines?
1: I've set pretty good lines, I think. Well, this I mean, week, they're terrible. Well, this week, like I said, I was lazy. So I well, was lazy. <laughs> I like the idea.
2: Will they repeat? I, I Come on. Don't give him too much grief. I like the idea. They are, I
1: mean, relatively easy. Yeah, it, it was an easy one. I I, I literally just looked at uh, top scorers in week four, and there were three quarterbacks in the top that all were over 300. I was like, that's an easy one. Solid work. All right, let's uh, head on over to some transactions. We got a trade, a couple of trades to talk about. Wow, that was supposed to say baseball Rest <laughs> in <laughs> peace.
0: Uh, that was supposed to say surprise. It definitely didn't. But uh, we have another game to play. It's if baseball's dead. Hello. Do you want to play a game? Choose your character. So, gentlemen, this is uh, Choose Your Character. Uh, the first question. We all know Justin Fields is the worst quarterback in fantasy thus far this year.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: there okay. is one quarterback worse than him. Who is
2: it? Uh, is there a caveat on how many starts they've had?
0: Uh, they've had four starts.
2: Okay. I was going to say Dak probably is worse, but he only played <laughs> part of the game. Um, four starts.
1: Worse. Is, it, ooh, is it Matt Ryan?
0: It is not. Oh, uh, really? Let me check here quick. Uh no, it is not Matt Ryan. Worse? Matt Ryan is actually quarterback 16. That's insane.
2: A starting quarterback. Is it
0: I should actually caveat this? There yeah. are there are two quarterbacks worse than Justin Fields that have started four games.
2: That have started four games. Yep. Is it macaroni Jones?
0: It is not Macaroni Jones. Macaroni Jones is 28. Justin Fields is 31.
1: Okay. Uh Baker Mayfield.
0: It is not Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is 21. Uh, oh. So I'll so give you a hint. Kids, what? One more One guess? one of these is an NFL quarterback, and one of these is a Trixie Daisy. <laughs> Trixie Daisy? Yep. Uh just because I'm not going to let you guys continue to guess. Okay. Uh, 32 is Mitchell Trubisky. Obviously, got pulled oh. the way through the game. So oh, that, yeah, he yeah. has he has half a game. Uh, the only, the only other quarterback that has played all four games and is worse than Justin Fields is if you combine the starting quarterbacks that play against Buffalo. Oh,
1: <laughs> nice.
0: So if you combine the starting quarterbacks that play against Buffalo, they are on average the, or they are the worst starting quarterback in the league. So wow. that, that's one thing to kind of keep in mind. Uh, so I guess Buffalo's play, good. Yeah. 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 Their defense is incredible uh going back so question number 2 going back to our uh our initial discussion about running backs Saquon uh in normal leagues obviously we have bonuses so the points may be off but sure. Sa- Saquon is leading the league with 86 fantasy points at the running back position Okay that is the lowest total for an overall RB1 through 4 weeks since 1997 Yeah Rob who is that who was that running back in nineteen ninety-seven? Yeah, I'm not even asking Blake because Blake is gonna be terrible. Couldn't tell you. Was it Emmett? Uh it was not Emmett. That would have
1: been my guess as well.
0: Uh I will give you a hint here. It is in the oh fuck. I think it's in the AFC. Oh. Yeah, you're terrible yeah, at that. AFC. I'm I'm terrible at the NFL divisions or the NFL conferences.
2: Was it a, I don't, I don't what, what is it, it a Steeler or was it a Chief? It was not either one. Either one of those.
0: It was in the AFC East.
2: Oh, so it was like a Patriot. It was not a Patriot.
0: It was a, a- Jet. It was a Jet. Ha, oh. Nailed it in '97. It in 1997. <sighs> no, I'm sorry. It was a Patriot.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, when was a Patriot away. turned
0: into a jet in 98? How about that? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I know who that is and I cannot pull his name out of the hat.
0: He was if a Patriot get... through the rest of his career ending in 2005 or can a jet mean... through the rest of his career.
2: Yeah. If you can give me his initials, I'll have a guess.
0: CM.
1: <sighs> Maybe I won't have a guess.
2: Curtis or... Martin. Oh, Curtis Martin. Yes. God damn it. Son of a bitch.
1: Never heard of him in my life. I did, and
2: it should have gotten him. uh, Terrible. I I feel bad.
0: This shit's unbelievable. I checked the accounts receivable. It's inconceivable to think that you would fuck with me on the brink of my transaction.
1: Uh, so, we had one trade that occurred before the week started after our podcast between yeah. myself and Rob. Um, uh, a Friday trade. Uh, <laughs> he, actually, there was one just before that, too. Was there? Uh, it's not in my list, so yeah, I can't see it.
0: Well, that was the trade between me and Rob, so I'll announce it and then you sure. can give your reaction. There you go. Um, there was a trade done. Fantasy Reapers traded AJ Dillon, Hollywood Brown, and CEH for Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Moore.
1: Yeah. Um say it again. Sorry, I wasn't really paying attention.
0: AJ <laughs> Dillon, Hollywood Brown, and CEH for Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Moore.
1: So the uh CEH really uh you gotta think good about that one after the weekend. Um yeah, I wish I would have played him. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh and Hollywood Brown's getting a ton of work in Arizona. He's right. a little dinged up. I I don't it's not a huge injury, but it's just probably uh post-game soreness this week, uh leading to him not practicing. Uh, but you basically, I mean, the whole trade's about getting out from the CEH rock. Um, I personally, as another uh, player in this league, don't like the fact that Tyler now has the number one and number two overall picks. Uh, if that pans out for him, then, you know, kudos for Tyler for this, uh, you know, week four trade. Uh, I don't think it will because Ceh is a pox upon any fantasy team. (laughs) And Tyler just is addicted to failure. So,
0: well, you know. that's good because I don't have CEH anymore. That's why I'm sorry. Still.
1: Not C-E-H. C-M-C. CMC. CMC. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: I mean, you pretty much stated it for both of us. I wanted to get out from under it. Under it. I wanted to spread my risk out because um, if he did go down, I was sunk. Um, and Tyler could take that hit and had the other players. And it's like, and if he does pan out, because, uh, since, uh, um, Barkley has panned out, he would have like three top backs.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm Uh, taking the risk.
2: Taylor got hurt this week. Well,
0: Uh, yeah, but I am taking the risk that, um, I can turn my team into a juggernaut if this pans out. Uh, but like you said, you, you spread out your risk so far. Um, I did feel like I was selling high on CEH, and obviously he came out last week and just had another two touchdowns, so right, that right. kind of made me crow a little bit. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, two good assets in A.J. Dillon and Hollywood Brown. I, I grabbed Elijah Moore. I, originally, you offered, um, what, Robinson and some change. I and I went, uh, you know what, with with uh, Zach Wilson coming back, let me get Elijah Moore, you know, that sort of thing. And for me, that that just felt a little bit better. But no, I, I think this one came together fairly swimmingly
1: yeah um just a, a quick history check tyler didn't you trade with rob last year it might be the year before for for Ceh then two, as well
0: two no years that was ago. last year that oh, was, was last, last year, year because i was um yeah i, I was, was set two. up well to weather the storm for the next three weeks because rob was in last place i was set up well oh, you're right you're right, you're right. Weather the storm until uh cmc got back um and then, obviously, he got hurt again. Immediately, that's right. That's right. He came
2: back, had one good game, and then hurt his shoulder. Yeah. Well, did I say C.E.H. Yeah. again? Yep. Yeah, you did. C M C.
0: It should not be allowed to have them in a trade together.
2: No <laughs> right,
1: C H for C M C. Join
0: us <laughs>
2: tonight.
1: <laughs> uh, I I swear you've done that. This is the third year in a row because i i'm pretty sure oh. i remember living in my house in Nevada and waking up to a trade done between you two involving CMC and Tyler getting in uh, it could be um and, I, and it's it's not worked out for Tyler anytime H- well okay I will, so okay, no okay, i, ahead, I traded ahead.
0: i traded for CMC and Dynasty uh during the during the draft as well cuz i didn't originally have him and so during the startup that draft i it. traded for CMC and that would have been yeah. the year before
2: that could have been Anyway, I will say this now for everybody to hear. I will never, ever, ever draft CMC again in any draft. Rob,
0: you you told us before the draft that you were taking Justin Jefferson if you You had the two pick. You told it to us I did say that,
2: and I wish I would have done that, but I talked myself into. I love the
1: two hole. (laughs) (laughs) I love the two hole. all right, let's the, move on. The two to hole was good trade. on paper. And let's move it, on to our next trade that happened on Friday as well Friday. between myself and Rob. Oh, yeah. uh, Fly Eagles Fly traded away Travis Etienne and Josh Palmer and received from the Backdoor Hot Snakes DeAndre Carter and Zeke Elliott.
2: Well, so, no, you you dropped Carter. I just got Zeke. You're right. I
1: dropped Carter. Sorry. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I'm, I'm interested to hear what Rob says about this trade because okay. honestly, when I saw it, I was confused. Um. It's especially for Rob just getting two more backs that added to his depth he then traded away an upside piece in etn to get a floor piece and so to me it to me this doesn't make a ton of sense because you already have the depth there um and so at that point I want to grab as many upside pieces including etn I mean if Robinson goes down etn's the only show in town there so I I gotta I gotta be honest. I I just don't understand this trade from Rob's perspective.
2: So from my perspective, everything I've read, ETN is going to be in the role he's going to be regardless of a Robinson downfall. If Robinson burns his other leg, um, ETN still going to be change of pace. and never be anything more than he is. And I had way too many people. Cause I had so many people on IR that were coming out. Um, I had to burn somebody. Palmer was going to be a drop for me. Um, uh, so I was like, can I trade him and ETN, who I don't think is going to be anything else this year than what he is, uh, for a floor piece? Somebody that I know is going to give me 14 to 16 points, always be there, that kind of thing, in case one of these backs I picked up goes south. So that was
1: exactly the reason I did it. Yeah, like and- yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, for the same reason why you grabbed the floor, I mean, I grabbed the upside because with my trade with Nick last week, I have starting running backs of Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry. Cook seems healthy, even though he just wasn't worked out that much or wasn't that efficient last week. Um, but the upside of ETN, you know, if something goes down, I think they might. Uh, Doug Peterson's a smart enough coach to begin to utilize him differently if, it needs, if needs arise. Uh, And we don't know what's going on with Keenan Allen exactly. So Josh Palmer does get targets in that offense. Um, He is not. Um, Look at Philly while he was there. Everybody wished that
2: the running back situation would change there. And it never did. Somebody would go down and nobody became the lion's share. They kept splitting it up. He loves multiple backs. He believes in multiple backs. He will never give anybody all the carries or all the looks or it's just the way he is. So
0: so just hearing this knew him, well, and, uh,
2: knew him well from Philly. And I knew that wouldn't change.
0: And especially what Rob said about having to drop somebody. Okay. I see this more now because yeah, yeah. Th- this was effectively a trade of necessity where you, was, you had to drop somebody. So you might as well try to get value for it. Correct. And, and so if you think, if you think the upgrade from E or if you think you're upgrading from ETN to Zeke, then that
2: makes sense. That's exactly why I did it. Cause I was going to have to drop somebody anyway. So it's like, can I do this before I got to drag him out of IR? If he takes it, then I have an open spot I can pull up um cuz I had like a, a tight end and
1: a receiver in there so yeah, and I was looking to get out from of Zeke anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. And I knew that too, so I don't I don't know what that back, backfield usage is, so All right. Uh another trade that we had happen, a uh, surprise trade. Late last night before waivers run. Surprise. Uh, yeah, a trade between the kegerator who never trades unless it's half his team, uh, to right. Testicle T. So here we go. I'm going to go through this. All Old right. Pretty Jack. There it is. <laughs> All right. So Testicle T received from Keggerator Kyle Pitts and Stefan Diggs, right? The Keggerator receives in turn T Higgins, Tyler Higby and James Robinson. Okay. So, I mean, on the surface, name-wise, you're like,
2: Diggs and Pitts? I mean, you're looking at, you know, a top five receiver, maybe top three. And the way he's been this year, what, top two, three? Um, and Pitts was supposed to be one of the top uh, tight ends, but it hasn't panned out. Um, I, I'm surprised that Testicle T bailed on the Stefan Diggs thing one week into trading him so that's a little odd the pieces that he got so t higgins you're going to do that up and down thing um every week you know who's the best receiver there on in cincinnati higby has been great because the rams can't figure out their life if if uh um cooper cup isn't open they're throwing it to higby so i mean i do like that uh he's actually probably Scoring better than Pitts has this year, and James Robinson is. Well, I mean, we talked about Jacksonville. As long as James Robinson doesn't lose a leg, he's getting the bulk of the carries in that offense, and is you know doing pretty well.
0: Yeah, I mean, what what I don't really understand what I'm what I'm struggling to figure out is Nate has Waller, so yeah. At, at this point, you have Higby, a solid piece, and Waller, your upside piece, and then you trade assets to go get pits effectively from what it looks like um blake what what do you think of this because i'm still trying to process it i mean
1: what is the kegerators record they are two and two yeah so i mean (laughs) T is worse than that right yes oh and three or something so i think that uh kyle pitts being added to the depth behind Waller is good because now you can sit and wait and see what happens. Stefan Diggs obviously is a you know start now, and you're gonna start him over T. Higgins. Um I mean, but T. Higgins is a good
2: start. I mean, so what what this comes guys, down to yeah. what
0: this comes down to for me is does Stefan Diggs, is Stefan Diggs better than T. Higgins and James Robinson combined? Which which would you rather have Diggs or Higgins and Robinson? because that, that's what this trade comes down to for me because yeah. for, for kegerator this is bench tight ends either way yeah you're getting more upside with pits fine so if you have a tiebreaker fine give it that way but
1: uh, I, I mean I, I don't know i'm, look, I'm looking at the kegerators team his running backs are austin eckler and devin singletary which i mean singletary isn't you know a barn burner but he's also has i think he has more upside and camara on the season. bench it's a higher ceiling in, than James Robinson, and uh, you know my opinion on Camaro. Camaro is a fucking stinking turd. I don't think he does anything in fantasy ever.
2: <laughs> I, I mean,
1: yeah, and that's the problem. You give
2: from the keg rate, you give away that running back depth that you had as James Robinson, that solid piece. I mean, Higby's the number five tight end. Um, what what is Pitts like? Eighteen or twenty or something.
0: Uh, Pitts is who the fuck cares? I hate him so much.
1: <laughs> I, think, I think I think Tyler. I mean, um let me let me put it this way. If I hey, mean this is another, the biggest piece here. If there was another piece from Testicle T to make this a three for three trade, would you like would you understand Keggerator's because I think I think you, she could have gotten more, especially selling high a little high on the Higby. I, I mean,
0: don't I don't night. think you can. I mean, yeah, I know I know that Pitts is an asset that's dropping to the bottom of the ocean, but he's still an asset that I would consider above Higby. Like if somebody came to you and and you had pits and they're like, Hey, I'll give you pits or Higby for Pitts, you'd, you'd be like, know. fuck you. Yeah. You'd be get like, get fuck. out of town. Like, yeah. yeah, you're, you're in a hell hole with pits, but you're not going to give him up for Higby. So, okay. I, I'm going to, we we talked about this a lot. I'm stamping my stamp of approval for kegerator by an absolute hair.
2: Okay. For the pit, uh, getting
1: pits and digs. Yep. I might. Let's see. I'm just looking at Nick's team at, at a, at a glance here. And I don't know if this was part of the negotiations or not, but to make it three for three in position match. If uh on the, you know, Nate receiving Kyle Pitts, if on digs, if you throw Tyler Algier in there too, as an upside,
0: then then that's a smash. Th- accept.
1: does that make it more even in your minds or. I,
0: I'm just looking at his running backs. The only one that I think would make it like even. Is Huntley because you don't know what he's going to be. Whereas all of the rest of these guys, Brian Robinson, Melvin Gordon, Rashad Penny, Tyler Algier, like you expect those guys to be starters. Um, okay. well, so we'll yeah, get,
1: we'll get into it here in a second. Huntley yeah, was yeah. a
2: waiver claim. So, so what, what, what's your thought, Blake? Uh, Tyler said he had k Raider winning this by a hair, I guess. I don't and getting know. Getting pits and
1: digs. It's. It's, it's uh, value wise. I never plugged it in like to, to a calculator online, but yeah, sometimes those are off. They, they can be, I don't know. I think Kyle, what's your, Pitts, heart, what's your heart tell you? My heart tells me that Nate take, takes an L here. Kyle pits. I mean, basically what you've done is trade T Higgins, James Robinson, and a known value tight end in Tyler Higby where if Dylan Waller gets hurt or on his bye week, Tyler Higby is an amazing start. He doesn't change your starting lineup at all. Kyle Pitts does. And so you've traded three players for Kyle, for Stefan Diggs. And I don't think that the value is there.
2: Yeah, I mean, so when I first saw this trade, I was like, oh my God, holy keg-rape. Um, I thought this was ridiculous, getting Diggs and Pitts for Higgins, Higby, and Robinson. I mean, I thought he killed it. But then the more I think about it, And the makeup of his team, I think he's going to have a problem deciding or Waller every week because neither one of them has lit the world on fire this season. And you're going to be that good. You're going to pick their boom and not their bust week, you know, switching off. I mean, I would hate to have that. Now, if he turns this around and trades one of them for some kind of other asset, then that changes the whole thing of this. If he, if he goes to a tight end needy team and says, Hey, I got Waller here, and he's willing to ride the pits train. I got Waller here, and he gets, you know, I'll just use my team. And is like, I'll give you Waller for Jeff Wilson and uh, Dalton Schultz. I'm not saying that exact thing, but I mean, that kind of thing where you get a, right. a running back that you can use week to week and a tight end that's got some decent upside that has been out for a little while. You know what I mean? Something like that. Then all of a sudden, it changes the whole thing.
0: Yeah, um, no, that is that is one of the better pieces of information that's ever been said on this podcast. I think I can say <laughs> it because it's so, so true. It Well, because, the, because that's what the way you're, what it you're is, trading for, what you're I'm trading for in Kyle Pitts. Here. Yeah, what you're trading for is the value of Kyle Pitts. Right, uh, right. Nick was sick of him. You have a solid tight end in Higby, so you take all the upside and all the downside. But when you spread your downside between two guys, yeah, you're going to have trouble uh, on who to start. But that's if they both hit. If only yeah. one of them hits, then fine. Right.
2: But but here's the thing. Nate doesn't trade. He has to now parlay this into another trade to make yeah. this totally worth it. Um, otherwise, I think it's, it's relatively even for, for both of them. You say that you give a little bit ahead. If if Keggerator turns this into something else, I give him that, a little bit of leeway on this. A little bit of uh, win, let's say.
1: All right, let's blast through our uh, waiver claims here real quick, starting from oh, yeah, the bottom yeah. up. Um, Fly Eagles Fly adds Jameis Winston for zero dollars. Uh, Hawaiian Shaka's add Kenny Pickett and the Jaguars. or no, just Kenny Pickett for zero. Um, taking a flyer there, dropping Ryan Tannehill. So who really cares? Uh, for a dollar, Corey Davis is added to Fly Eagles Fly. For two dollars, uh, Hot Snakes add the Jaguars' defense. Um, I was, I I was unsuccessful as well. Never mind. Oh, uh, testicle T added them for $3, (laughs) the bears. Oh yeah. I the Jaguars drops the bears for $3. Damn you, Nick. I thought I got that. That's a, that's a, a a sneaky good defense. (sighs) I thought I was being sneaky. I thought for sure. I had that when I looked this morning, granted, I'll, I'll,
0: I'll add to this one, uh, this in this league, uh, in this league, I didn't need a defense this week, but in another one I did. And I also did the $3 pickup on the Jags. And I had multiple bids of two and one dollar <laughs> underneath them, and so like th- I think the three dollar Jags pickup is one of the best pickups of the week across mini leagues. Yeah,
1: I th- <sighs> I'm so annoyed now because I thought for sure I had the Jaguars defense, and I never. Really yeah, no, to I mean when roster. you're
0: picking up a defense, you're yeah. like, ah, two will get them. But I was yeah. I and assume I assume Nick were like, I really yeah. need, them. I really <laughs> need them. Let's go three.
2: Let's go three. He really needed Will Disley
1: for 12 bucks, evidently. Yes, Will Disley, the, the points-chasing ad of the <laughs> week, added to Testicle T for $12, dropping Dak Prescott. Hedgehogs add Mike Boone for 15 dropping Jarek McKinnon. And the Testicle T also spending $18 to add Caleb Huntley. Yeah, taking a shot on an Atlanta guy. Anything else you they, want to talk about here? I mean,
2: I'm going to talk about the Shockers picking up Um, Getting rid of Tannehill, who's hot garbage, and, you know, Kenny throws three pickets, um, you know, maybe he'll do good with Pittsburgh the rest of the year, why not? And then Big Mo Cox, uh, Hunter Henry's been hot garbage this year, unlike last year where all he caught was touchdowns, Uh, Big Mo has caught a lot of touchdowns for Indy since Pittman's opening up the middle for him, so I like it.
0: Yeah, I mean the only the only problem I see on this entire board is uh, Nick continues to put himself in Fab Hell. Uh, <laughs> I mean Rob, Rob is in Fab Hell because he had to spend up to get Tua, and then right. Tua went down. And uh, then two but, went down yeah. but Nick is sprinkling ten dollars here and there, and is down to twenty nine dollars. Yeah. Uh, third place is Hedgehogs with fifty five. Fourth place is Hot Snakes with eighty two. So you guys, I get. I would say anybody below. Blake at 82 is effectively priced out of the market of anybody that goes down going forward.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm, I'm not bidding on anybody um, in waivers from now on pretty much, unless it's a buck. Like what did I get? Corey Davis for a buck. I'll bid a buck on a guy in case somebody just throws a zero. And that's the people I'm bidding on. Cause I don't know if money did like go after anybody real. Um, Yeah, that's sad. And that's why I picked up a, uh, Winston because I was like, hey, you know, he is playing uh, the Seahawks who you just said your grandmother could throw 300 against. <laughs> so if he actually plays and gets his people back, he might be better than the quarterbacks I have. So
0: <laughs> my yeah. my my grandmother is dead. So I'm not 100% sure that she could make that happen. Uh, my oh, other I grandmother, you said. You my said other said grandmother is terrible. 92. So I'm pretty sure that one of the defensive ends hitting her would just incinerate her. Yeah, but she would make an eighty-yard bomb.
2: You got that got, right. Before her skeleton got, you know, disintegrated, so she's All got right. that
1: going for her. Let's go into. I used I used to call this the meat of the podcast, but fuck, we spend most of the time. Oh my just god, it's talking about bullshit. So let's go yeah. into our matchups. Well, we've already made this a long podcast. dogs yeah, Bulldog.
0: yeah, Bulldogs. Oh, wow. Not so fast. all right uh just to give a recap of last week last week everybody was three and two except for Tyler who was four and one suck it nerds damn uh so far in 2022 Rob is 12 and eight. Blake is 11 and 9. I'm 10 and 10, and the dice are 9 and 11. Uh, We haven't done overall standings in a while, have we? Uh, Rob is 183 and 108. Uh, Blake is 176 and 116. I am 170 and 121, and the dice are 46 and 43. And today's dice, we have a... uh, Sam will enjoy this. We have a purple and yellow D8.
1: I'm disappointed now.
0: Yeah, get fucked. I actually have I, my dice up here for once. I showed you my <laughs> dice because
1: I hadn't done it yet, and I was going to do it this week. That's the only reason I brought them on this trip, and now they're
0: useless. You know what? Not a D8. I'm going to use a D10 or a D12. D12s don't get rolled enough.
1: All right, our first matchup here this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about the two and two keggerator hosting the three and one here's tubby honestly i mean we all shat on his uh team in the post draft podcast but they've been performing they've been coming through uh three and one yeah. a, a surprising start for the for the, the tubmeister
0: yeah yeah i mean um, we, we've said it for a number of weeks now when the injury bug comes if it comes to tubby it's gonna hit hard and it hasn't yet so hey yeah. m- more power to you
1: Right. Uh, Currently in this matchup, Keggerator is favored 153 to Tubby's 146. Uh, Quarterback Keggerator has Lamar Jackson at home against Cincinnati versus Justin Herbert at Cleveland for Tubby.
2: All right. So uh, this is a switch up for Tubby. He's been playing Jalen Hurts all week, but he kind of had a down week last week. And Herbert, you know, even without. Uh, his number one receiver, um, threw for over 300 and a couple touchdowns. They are at Cleveland, good defense. Um, Lamar, just sorry, I'm not going to pick against him since he can at any time can run for over 100 and a touchdown and pass for three. So give me Lamar.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think this needs to be a conversation between Herbert and Hurts. I think I would start Hurts against that bad Arizona secondary, but yeah, give me Lamar.
1: Um, my obligatory, uh, hey! Don't you think maybe you should think about playing Derek Carr instead of Lamar Jackson? <laughs>
0: <laughs> who's uh, Carr no, even playing? Ever?
1: Who's Carr even playing this week? I don't know, Kansas but Nato Na, Na, Na for sure give me shit again because oh, uh I, oh, Kansas City yeah. could be a shootout. Could it's not because the Raiders are terrible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Nato forever give me shit for saying in week two maybe he should think about uh, playing Derek Carr against Arizona. You know, because that's such a wild take, but think about it. Anyway, moving into the running backs here. Peg has Austin Eckler at Cleveland and Devin Singletary, home against Pittsburgh, versus Tubby's James Conner at home against Philly and Josh Jacobs at Kansas City.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't particularly love any of these running backs here. Obviously, Eckler coming off of the three-touchdown week, you don't expect him to get that usage going forward. Um, Devin Singletary has been a surprising asset for you uh coming out with a, a ton of just receiving work all around last two weeks have been in double digits josh jacobs has been getting some work last week with two touchdowns also going over 100 rushing but i don't think you can count on that Mm-mm. and Connor against a tough billy front i don't think you can count on him to get double digits so as it stands now give me eckler and Singletary.
2: um everything you said um i mean i like jacobs um for me, it's kind of a, a push between Eckler and Jacobs here. Um, and so I think Singletary comes out with more work than Connor does uh, just based on the matchup. So I got to go Eckler and Singletary.
1: All right. Um, shit. Somebody take the receivers because I've had issues.
2: All right. So on the um, keg Raider side, the home side, we've got newly acquired Stefan Diggs against Pittsburgh and Tyree Hill at the jets. And then for here, here's Tubby, Devontae Adams with that great first week tailed off since at Kansas City and the Christian Kirk old steady Eddie for the Jags against Houston at home. What do you think, Tyler?
0: This is this is actually really, really fucking tough. Christian Kirk has been solid, solid all year until the one week that they got into a, a bad game script. Uh, against Philly, he still had nine targets, but only two receptions for 60 yards. He's yeah, but what, averaging. He,
2: didn't, what, didn't he get slated on that one?
0: Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, the I first mean... three weeks he's been averaging, you know, 14, 15 yards per reception. Obviously he was at 30, but that's on two receptions. I, I see a bounce back game coming from him. Boy, I mean, you got to go with Hill and Diggs, but it is, it would only mildly surprise me. If so it would, was Kirk and
2: Adams. So let me ask you this. Does Hill does who who is favored, Waddle or Hill,
0: with Tua being out? And and we don't, I mean, Hill was certainly favored last week. Right. Um, against the Jets. You do have Sauce Gardner who has shown a lot uh in his rookie season. I don't know if he uh shadows, but I mean, I I think it's gotta be Hill, right? I mean, you would think as it was last Hill, week, but... Hill, I, I Hill is the only one that D-backs, like... Mm-hmm. Well, you saw... Um, oh, shit, who is the D-back in the video that was saying he's difficult to cover because of how he runs? Right, He, he runs weird because he's so compact. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, well, normally, you know, you read the body of the receiver to see what way they're breaking. But yeah, with him, you, can. you can't because he runs so weird. Um, So, yeah, I mean... I, I think this has to be Hill and Diggs. I, mean, I,
2: I agree. I just wanted to throw that
1: out there. So, But I agree. It's Hill and Hill and
2: Diggs, yes. All
1: right. So um, I know that one tight end is Mark Andrews for uh, Tubby. I don't know the other tight end off the top of my head. Uh, oh, it's Darren Waller at there we Kansas go. City. Darren Waller. Yes. There we go. Go ahead and take this one because I'm still having iPad issues. Okay. So, I mean,
2: so it's for me in the matchup, it's Mark Andrews. But the the advantage you have is negated the fact that you're playing against Lamar Jackson. So every time Mark Andrews gets something, your opponent is getting that, too. So, I mean, if you're going head to head, I think Andrews does better than Waller. But that advantage is negated by the fact that you've you're you know, you're getting the same points across the board.
0: Yeah, I mean, just with how up and down Waller has been this year, I mean, five points each of the last two weeks, I don't care. I, I'm taking Andrews, even though you're you're going to give points to Lamar. Lamar is getting, Lamar is back to doing Lamar things where he's getting a huge majority of his points on the ground, right? So you're not going to give up too much with Lamar through the air. So yeah, give, give me Andrews by a lot.
1: All right, so flex is here in this matchup. Keg Raider, Deontay Johnson at Buffalo, and Devonta Smith at Arizona versus Jerry Judy home against Indianapolis and TJ Hawkinson at New England. Going with that double tight end threat on the tubby side with the huge. We didn't we didn't mention it in the news yeah, segment, the huge game, but that fucking huge big week i think the biggest the most yards by any tight end in the history of the nfl if i'm not mistaken on that oh no no no, no. it wasn't
0: but, but but it was it was the seventh best fantasy football game
1: with tight end ever i knew i knew it was yeah. something big uh, it was seventh like, best i, in I just
0: refreshed and tubby has judy and naheem hines currently
1: oh does he yeah well, he, he adjusted his lineup in the last 30 minutes because
0: yeah
1: oh okay yeah let me do a refresh yeah i mean
0: the let let's Let's talk about Pickett right now. What do we think Pickett yeah. is going to be in his first NFL start?
2: I mean, I think he's going to be hopefully better than he was in that second half of that last game where he ran a touchdown or whatever in and threw three picks. I mean, not great. Um, I mean, he did have two passing touchdowns as well. No, he had two, I thought he had two rushing touchdowns.
0: Uh, I will fact check that.
2: Fact check that. At any rate. Um, to be fair I don't think he's that much of a market to be fair I don't think he's that much of a market improvement over Trubisky I think he's the shiny object that they're like oh it's got to be better than what we've done I think a lot of what the Steelers problems are are the Steelers problems not a Mitchell Trubisky problem much like he got the rap in Chicago and that was a Chicago problem and not a Mitchell problem uh He's gone to places where he's kind of been handed a shit, a shit show. Um, but, you know, looking at these, I still like Deontay. I still think that regardless who's the quarterback is going to use him. And Devonta Smith, we've seen, um, could score in that offense. I mean I'll, I'll take the other side then. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, take the, the other the side. The question
0: with the Colts is is Naheem Hines going to expand his role with Jonathan Taylor out or
2: Exactly. or we'll is it going to be a combination
0: role. of uh Dion Jackson and Philip Lindsay? Philip Lindsay obviously in a revenge game here and it's hard to discount that because he's a Colorado native. Uh played yeah. at CU, then got signed by the Broncos, then basically got kicked to the side after doing nothing. Um or not not after doing nothing, after being fine. You know, Jerry, Judy, I find it hard to trust him. I think he's more of a man beater versus a zone beater. I don't have the stats in front of me. Rob, do you happen to have that? No, no.
2: but Jerry, Judy has the the person that Russell looks for when Russell needs a play is Cortland Sutton. It's not Jerry, Judy. Um, And now with um, who's the deep threat that got his first catch uh, after getting back last uh, last week, had almost caught a 50 yard touchdown, but got tackled at the one um he had been hurt for denver blake had him on his team what are we talking about I have no idea well you guys aren't helping anyway with him in for i wasn't the, paying attention for the for the uh deep ball threat which that's what kind of judy was in that offense um i i I, th- I think he's just too inconsistent so i gotta go deontay and Devontae.
0: Okay, I, I have the stats in front of me. Uh, Jerry Judy has a 24.3 target rate versus man and only a 19% versus zone. There you so go. you have about a 5% drop-off in zone targets. Again, he's another one of those guys that has kind of the weird body chemistry that moves differently. Um, not necessarily in a good way, if you ask some of the sports med guys. Uh, so yeah, give me give me Deontay and Devonta.
1: Okay, okay. Um, do you guys want to talk about the defenses? No, other so, than the bills, I mean,
0: th- this is this is the one time bills versus Pittsburgh. You have yeah, a rookie yeah. quarterback, you have this front seven of the bills that's gonna fucking murder. That this defense matchup matters, and it goes to the bills. Two picks, and one of them probably returned for a
1: six. All right, so let's go away team first. I'm- Take
0: oh. what I'm gonna have to look up if I can get, uh. Bill's defensive touchdown on DraftKings.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rob, go ahead and talk about Tubby's uh, bench, and I do want you to kind of hit on now that, that we the lineups changed. Do you throw T.J. Hawkinson into this? See, I think left? that's chasing. I think that's
2: chasing because you're going to get people back. Plus, you're going against New England. Um, Uh, So you might not get Chark back and you probably don't have uh, St. Brown back. Okay. So fine. You just, you just answered the question there. New England takes you. If if they go in just like they did last game against a terrible opponent, New England's going to take Hawk away and say, beat us without your tight end. Enjoy. Have a time. So I wouldn't touch. I wouldn't touch him. I would. We talked about it earlier. I would maybe think about playing hurts against that Arizona team. Um, Especially if Arizona gets their shit together, you might be in a bit of a shootout. Um, otherwise, I'm looking. Yeah, otherwise, I'm not it would be hard to do. Philly is a good defense. I might think about not playing Connor and putting in Raheem Mostert just because with with your with your backup quarterback in, you're going to try to run the ball more. The Jets aren't the best defense in the world. You're going to try to set more tempo and do more play action than just dropping back and passing all the time. So a Teddy Bridge, it might favor the run game more. So I would think about those things. That's about I'm it. I'm going
0: to I'm gonna tell you this. Uh, McKenzie is in my lineup if he is active.
2: Oh, I forgot about that, dude. Yeah, I would put him in instead of Naheem Himes. <laughs> I would do that
0: yeah he he has to be in um Steelers give up uh yards to the slot they tend to cover the outside receivers a little bit better um yeah I mean McKenzie's in my lineup uh this is one of the few times in bag where I'll say that this sort of guy this sort of guy is normally a DFS play but in bag this week this could be a thing um as far you- as Keg Raiders lineup goes I don't think you can play Kamara until you see him healthy and I think that's part of um well, I guess he traded away the running back. Uh, you're not playing Edmonds. No. Um, You didn't see really what you wanted to see from Rondell Moore after the usage that the Dorcher Chamber got. Greg Dorch, for those of you that are in the PlayStation party on Sundays. Ooh, add, uh, join the PlayStation party on Sundays. We have a PlayStation party for football watching.
1: We do. Yes, football uh, Sunday on PlayStation. It's yep. a hashtag good time.
0: Yep. But uh, you didn't see what you wanted from Rondell. Uh, Dotson, you're not going to play. Chark, you're not going to play. Pitts, you're not going to... Yeah, I mean, I think you have the lineup that you have to play in here just yep. based on the team team makeup. Yep.
1: All right. All right, so let's start taking this matchup here. Um, Tyler, you want to start with the dice first? Ooh. I will start
0: with the dice first.
1: We that, got the, the home the, team the as dice. Keg
0: Raider. Home team is odd. We have a seven. Keg Raider takes the first matchup. All right, let's um, go Rob next. You take this one.
2: You know what... Um, up and down the board, I think I picked kegerator a lot of these, so
1: let's stick with it. Uh, boy, I'm going to go
0: underdog and take Tubby. All oh, wow. right, I am making the Keggerator the queen sweep for those of us who are smart. <laughs> and with that, we'll be back to you after a short, uh, short M- commercial break. break.
2: This next matchup is sponsored by Back Alley Barbecue. We're not big on pop and circumstance, but we sure are big on flavor. We have all the protein you need with Leon's special sauce. So come on down to Back Alley Barbecue, where everyone gets
1: satisfied. I personally love Leon. Thank you for that ad read. Let's get into this next matchup. It is the Fantasy Reapers sitting at two and two at home versus the Iowa Corn Wieners, also two and two. Currently, the Reapers are favored 140-128. to Bit of a low projection here for the Corn Wieners. Let's get into it. Fantasy Reapers have Zach Wilson against Miami at quarterback versus the Corn Wieners' Kirk Cousins home against Chicago. I mean, Blake, what we're looking at
2: here is, you know, which Kirk Cousins is going to show up. Um, You'd like to think that they could do things, move the ball. They've got a good offense uh, against Chicago. It's a noon game. So it'll probably be the good Kirk Cousins. Zach Wilson, you know, he's coming back off injury. Miami, pretty good defense. He did pretty decent with the ball. Um, but I'm sorry, I got a favorite Cousins here in this matchup.
1: Yeah, Zach Wilson came out, and the, uh, in the first half was pretty terrible. Um, but the second half really got it together 252 yards and a touchdown to finish the game with a pretty good 24 and a half points in our league. Um, I don't think that he stands a chance to not primetime noon game. Kurt Cousins, though, especially against Chicago, uh, who's not really the best team.
2: I mean, let's the the thing in Zach's favor is that on his first game back, he got 24 points, and I think Kurt's high this year is 25, so he does have that going for him. Kurt really hasn't lived up to expectations. He was that late round quarterback you could win with, and you know, much like Cole Komet. Don't take anybody
1: that's a sleeper <laughs> in,
2: the, in in that division.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Running backs here. Uh, we got Saquon Barkley at Green Bay and Christian McCaffrey, who the acquired home against San Francisco for the Reapers versus Aaron Jones home against the Giants and Brees Hall home against Miami for the Wieners. Yeah. Next. Next, I mean, really, it's, it's it's Saquon and
2: McCaffrey. Saquon has no competition for carries. Really, McCaffrey doesn't either. His only competition is his bad knees and ankles. Um, Jones has to deal with uh, AJ Dillon, and Brees Hall has to deal with Michael Carter. So I I just
1: don't think it's as close as you as you are just flat out. Next is saying it is. Uh, uh, I mean, Aaron Jones gets over a hundred on the ground last week, uh, carrying the ball. Getting he's getting the bulk of the carries. Uh. Um, and Brees Hall is moving into taking over this role. I mean, 17 carries last week for 66 yards. I, I'm not saying that they're going to sit here and trounce out Barkley and McCaffrey. Obviously, they have the names, the talent, and the backfield. But I think Jones and Brees make this a lot closer than you think it is. Yep. Next. Uh, receivers CD Lamb at the Rams and Jalen Waddle at the Jets. Waddle was out last week. Was no, he wasn't. No, he he played, he He played, he he was just quiet last week. Correct. Um, versus Justin Jefferson stacking with Kirk Cousins, also against Chicago, and then Alan Lazard home against the Giants for the Wieners. Lazard coming off a pretty big game last week, six for eight for 116. Yeah, I mean, Lazard is the number one. Uh,
2: Romeo Dobbs is the number two in that offense. And that's the way it's going to be. Anybody wanting anything else is, you know, they're going to throw the other rookie there once in a while, but he's, you know, after he dropped that bomb in the first game, he's, I guess Aaron Rodgers hates him. Um, Justin Jefferson is Justin Jefferson. I, I would, I would like, I would think lamb and Waddle would be much closer though. I do think lamb, uh, against the Rams gets the Ram Z treatment. Um, so I see a struggle, uh, for lamb in this game so give me jefferson lazard um
1: all right that's, that's a pretty tall order for our stat monkey but i want to say that um dallas i don't know if i don't know if i can confidently say that dallas receivers have done pretty well please. against jalen ramsey in the past
0: please, please submit your order to the sat monkey for for delivery
1: uh well i got two orders How has cd lamb done against jalen ramsey um, and also how has Dallas, Dallas number one's done against Jalen Ramsey, uh, in the last, like, I don't know, three, four years. Well, when okay. They please, Ramsey, please allow
0: he, three to five podcast matchups for delivery.
1: There you go. <laughs> um, I, I, will
2: tell you this, uh, when we played them in, or when Dallas played them in the past, Ramsey may have been on a different receiver than CD.
1: Right. He the, was on the, the one in Cleveland. Cooper. Yeah. The one in Cleveland yes. now. So. Uh, but I want to say that Cooper still did well in those games. I just, I'm just i feeling like I'm correct there. Anyway, moving on to our tight end matchups here. Reapers have George Kittle at Carolina. This is Kittle's second game? Third game back. Second. This will be his third game. This will be his third, yes. Yes. Uh, he's um, had to, yes. Not done super hot thus far. Versus the Wieners have Tyler Conklin at home against Miami.
2: Yeah, I mean people who have Conklin wanted to see if it was just, uh, you know, the backup that was favoring him and he still got targets with Zach Wilson back. I mean, so that's a good thing for him. Um, You know, Kittle hasn't done much, but he's also played two good defenses in Denver and the Rams um, that like to limit tight ends and tight end production. So you got to go with the talent here. I mean, I, I think Lockett gets more, uh, targets but i think kittle does better so i'm gonna go kittle you said
1: lockett you mean conklin i mean conklin <laughs> i saw lockett the guy below him yep. and, yeah um i they're, i would i would if i'm picking they're both here, green <laughs> right if i'm picking here i almost venture to take conklin until i mean i hate to say it i really do until Kittle's, Kittle shows you that he's one of those hey, at this point in the season kittle has to show it yeah before i get that or i can trust it i'm I, sorry i get it i get it uh flex Tyler or sorry, Rashad Bateman, but, but, but uh, Bateman home against Cincinnati and Khalil Herbert at Minnesota for the Reapers versus Tyler Lockett at New Orleans and Curtis Samuel home against Tennessee. I mean,
2: it, it, it all depends on uh, how bad Bateman's foot injury is. You know, if it's a thing that's going to keep keep him limited all week and he doesn't play very well, well, then obviously it's it's Lockett and Samuel. Um, cause I believe Herbert starting again, are they, is, um, Montgomery still out? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, if, if, Bateman plays, I, I really like Herbert against Minnesota cause that Minnesota team can't, I mean, they literally can't stop anybody. They had their best opportunity to, as a scoring defense last week against a really depleted New Orleans team and they overseas and they couldn't do it. So. You know they let Andy Dalton and and uh practice squad running back Latavius Murray move the ball on him, so I d- I don't believe they can do well against Khalil Herbert. He could have a hundo in this game, and but it is, it is uh, god, this is gross. <laughs> I'm all, all right. right, so. Assuming so Bateman plays, what? Oh, you
0: got bad news on Bateman? Well, bad, bad news, news from, your from your Snap Monkey productions. Okay. Um, I don't have games versus like receivers for Jalen Ramsey. I can't say Jalen Ramsey has played the Dallas Cowboys three times, okay. uh, has 10 total tackles, uh, 11 or 10 solos, 11 total, uh, only two pass breakups wow. in that time, no interceptions, no touchdowns. So uh, we don't
2: throw against him, in other words. Correct. We that, avoid it. That seems
0: him. to be the trend. 2018, 2019, and 2020, he played them each time. Yeah. Um, and Dallas went 2-1 and one against his teams.
2: There you go. Let's make it 3-1. and one. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, again, Samuel's been Samuel. Lockett is up or down, depending what he and DK do. If Bateman plays, I'm going to go Bateman or Herbert. But if he doesn't play, then I uh, I would switch.
1: Uh, Lockett has actually been pretty consistent this year. Those so Is far, he? yeah, uh, averaging around like 15 points uh, a week. Oh. Curtis Samuel had a down week last week, but Jahan Dotson's no longer in. I mean, we, he doesn't really affect the routes he runs, but it affects the targets in eh. you know downfield. Maybe it
0: it 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 really won't because they they run completely separate schemes. That that's where it's going to go more towards McLaurin.
1: Right, but no, but what I'm saying is it it limits the number of people being targeted downfield because I I'm sure you trust Dotson more than whoever the hell is behind him.
0: Yeah, I I just don't think I I don't think Samuel's role this week is going to change at all. I I think you're gonna you're gonna see most of the work go over to McLaurin, and then you know whoever is out there, uh, is it Carter that's still there or somebody? But they'll they'll see a couple of shots, but other than that, Samuel's role is Samuel's role. Yeah. All right.
1: I'm I mean, gonna, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a tight one on the flex side here. I mean, as it sits right
2: now, I mean, Samuel's questionable too, but Damon went out in like right after the half and didn't return. So, and yeah. it's a foot injury.
1: So, I mean, we just don't know. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to lean towards Lockett and Samuel here with. <sighs> we'll see I mean, what the benches provide. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah. All right. Defense. Uh, we got the Rams at the Jets versus the Ram. Or sorry, the <laughs> Dolphins at the Jets versus the Rams against the Cowboys.
2: Um, you know what? I actually um, like the Dolphins better because I, do uh, the, I think the Dolphins are a better defense. Also, and and Cooper is just. I mean, I, I could be wrong when I say this, but Cooper Rush just isn't turning the ball over. He yeah. isn't hanging onto the ball too long, getting sacked and fumbling. He's not throwing picks. It's
1: you know, they're like not exactly to, to lighten
2: up the world, but he's not, I would, he's not giving the game away. I would like
1: to take this moment in the podcast to have a uh, request, respectfully, everybody, including hosts and everybody listening, to knock on wood right now. Yeah, because Whitefish said a thing, and it's probably yeah. going to
2: be wrong. Thank you. All right. Well, All right.
0: now I now I pissed the dogs off. Look what you've done. <laughs> All right.
1: Uh, Blake, you All want right. to go through the wiener's bench and let
0: yeah.
2: Tyler
1: go through his? Yeah, so let's talk about this. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we're going to start at the top here. Do you start Aaron Rodgers at home against the Giants over Kirk Cousins home against Chicago? Uh, 100% I do. I think that's the easiest decision on this yeah, entire bench. Because
2: To me, it seems like Rodgers is getting his uh, groove on and he's got his... Uh, especially since you have Lazard, let's at Stack, r- brother. Um,
1: so yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat. Um, um, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say uh, Ramondre Stevenson. We mentioned earlier on. Uh, I it's w- against. It's against Detroit. He's- I would put him in instead of Brees Hall in a hot minute. Uh, I'm looking through some of the other guys here. I mean, Robert Woods is on this bench. Also, Tyler mentioned him at the top of the oh, show. Oh, and you could
2: throw him instead of Tyler Lockett. And I need, up. I
0: need both of you guys to shut the fuck up right <laughs> I, now. I need Sam, everybody to shut Sam, the fuck up. Listen right
1: to now. These. these are good yeah. ideas. I might, yes. I wouldn't, I would not bench Tyler Lockett. Uh, I would put Robert Woods in instead of Curtis Samuel, and then yeah hammer that Fine, uh, whatever Andre instead of Brissol, Hall. Right.
2: Yes. But yes, I would, I would, he has a lot of options on this bench and I would do everything we talked about.
1: All right. Taylor, yeah, go I ahead. Mean,
0: as far as my bench goes, you guys talked about it. Really the only position that I'm going to replace is that Bateman position. If he ends up not playing, I'm kind of in a hate hole there between him and Taylor Taylor obviously got ruled out. Bateman is questionable. He is in the night game. So I am really, really going to have to pay attention Sunday morning and see. Um, For me, it comes down to whether I double up on tight end and go in Joku or Everett for the safe points or whether I go Elijah Moore for the upside. Um, Unfortunately, for my end, uh, Sam has no Sunday morning people or Thursday night people uh, outside of Aaron Jones. I have Saquon. So really, the only thing I can do is see how Aaron Jones did versus Saquon and then decide from there um as of right now i would probably lean in joku out of that bunch but yeah gross
1: all right so let's go opposite last time if i can remember it tyler who's you taking this matchup
0: yeah i mean i i gotta keep riding myself here uh i think i've done it every week so far uh and ride
1: the Tyler ride the Tyler.
0: uh, yeah. I have done it every week so far, and so I am two and two, just like my record.
1: I think I was second to last, and boy, do I want to take another upset or another underdog. And uh, mm, as it stands, Sam, I really hope you make the changes that we recommended, but I do think it's going to be the Reapers,
0: okay.
1: Um,
2: I also second that if he makes some changes, I think he makes this closer. Um, but as it stands out, we'll take the Reapers
0: and, uh, the dice are going to take the Iowa corn wieners. Ah, They had the, they had the, they had the guts, uh, our next matchup is brought to you by, uh, another hiring firm. Uh, we are hiring at Enron's compliance department. Enron's compliance department, the best compliance department of the mid nineties. Enron's compliance department, come work for us.
1: Excellent, thank you, Enron. Yeah, yeah. Our next matchup is the backdoor hot snakes at home with a surprising three and one record at current versus the hedgehogs fighting hedgehogs. At the defending 1-3. champs. The defending champs. The yeah, defending yeah. champs. Interesting. Currently, the hedgehogs are favored. 148, basically 149 to 142. I am out of the 130 hole for the first time this year. That's impressive. I just noticed that. Look at you. Um, Currently, his quarterbacks in this matchup are Tom Brady, home against Atlanta for the Hot Snakes, versus Joe Burrow at Baltimore for the Hedgehogs.
0: Boy, Joe Burrow has really only had one down week, even though his team hasn't been performing well. Tom Brady, we talked about the potential for back-to-back really good weeks, but as it stands right now, give me Burrow for the safety.
2: Yeah, I'm going to agree because Baltimore has not been good on defense. And, you know, even if they get ahead, they could, you know, Burrow has a, the potential to put up a 2 Tua performance, you know, six touchdowns, and he's got the receivers to do it just like Miami did. So if you think Miami's receivers can get behind the defense,
1: uh, look at what Cincinnati can bring to the table. So, yeah, give me Burrow. All right, running backs here. Hot Snakes have Dalvin Cook, home against Chicago, and Derrick Henry at Washington versus Joe Mixon at Baltimore and J.K. Dobbins, home against Cincinnati. Okay, so
2: I, I really like Cook. He had a pretty decent game in his first game with the sling. You know, you knew he was going to get seed some carries. Going to play, he still put up seventy some yards. He hasn't scored yet. He's due to Chicago's not good. Uh, Henry got over hundred. Washington's not good either. Um, we already talked about Baltimore. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily like going for passing yards and playing the running back, um, but it is what it is. He should be good against Baltimore. Dobbins is your question mark here. He did okay. How much are they going to let him play? How much does Justin Seale play? Um, Give me Cook and Henry.
0: Yeah, I mean, Cook and Henry have the best odds to both finish above 100, right? So this is easy for me. Yeah.
1: Receivers. Mike Evans, uh, home against Atlanta, and that's stacking with Tom Brady and Brandon Cooks at Jacksonville for the Snakes versus Jamar Chase at Baltimore stacking with Burrow and AJ Brown at Arizona for the Hogs. Oh, I'm glad you're going first. What do you think of a 3
2: Bengals here?
0: Yeah. So I'm actually going to start on the other side with Brandon right. Cooks. Uh Davis Mills this year has been exposed um as a not great quarterback he he has you know everybody was very high on him coming out of his rookie year and this year he has not been good so against a good Jags defense I don't love Cooks Cooks obviously can always go over a hundred but yeah I mean I think he is for sure the lowest in this matchup Evans I think what is it eight straight games with him and Brady that he scored a touchdown
2: Yes, if I remember where where he's
0: finished the game or something like that. Yeah, they love Uh, each other. Yeah, so you could pretty much bank him for a touchdown. Jamar Chase, we just talked about that Baltimore secondary. That could be that this could be a 200 burger. This is the only receiver here that could be 200. Unsubscribe. (laughs) uh, AJ Brown has conceded the targets to Devonta Smith in recent weeks, but is still averaging, what, nine targets a game? Right.
2: And I against mean, Arizona, is nine easy, can easy. you a buck 20.
0: Yeah, this is easy easy chasing Brown.
1: Yeah, uh, agreed. It's Chasing Brown all day, all, all all night long. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Brandon Cooks here just because I'm pretty sure I'll forget by the time it's time for me to talk about my bench and my team. Um he has the targets, I mean 12 t- 12, 10 7 7. Yeah, with, from Davis Mills, but boy, am I hashtag worried every time I have to start him. Oh yeah, because he's not yeah. turning them into anything. Last week was his best week uh, at 18 points at seven for seven for 57 and a touchdown. Yeah. You should trade him to yeah, me the, for the, fact that,
0: the fact that he caught all of his targets is the big thing there. Correct. And yeah. and it's not. And I, again, I'm not blaming Brandon cooks here.
2: No, it's because Mills
1: has gone off the reservation a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't know how much you can blame Mills. I think that entire Houston organization is kind of a fucking shit show. Anyway, you, you
0: can blame Mills with how yeah. he's been playing. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I've because really, well, I'll, I'll because say you their what. running game has steadily improved right. every week.
0: Their running game has been fine, so you would think that he'd be converting some of those. Right? I'll tell you what, I haven't
1: watched any of the Houston, uh, you know, offense because they're never on red zone. surprisingly. I wonder sure. why. <laughs> uh, yep. Tight ends here. Uh, I've got Robert Tunyon against the home against the Who? Giants. Robert Tunyon. Robert Tunyon. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't have a pun for that Anywhere, or a joke. I am that. rubber. Anyway.
0: You are glue. Whatever bounces off me sticks to you.
1: No, whatever bounces me, Goddard, to you. Oh, gross. I hate what you've just done. <laughs> hell yeah, brother.
0: Dallas, yeah, yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Dallas
1: Goddard is the opposing tight end here at Arizona.
0: Oh, uh, really? yeah. No, Blake, Blake is in the hell of all hells at tight end. Uh, Dallas oh, Goddard, yeah. easy peasy. Oh, Arizona Goddard. stinks out loud against tight end. Yeah, Goddard's going to eat lunch. But I, I mean, dinner. we said it last week. You have two Eagles pass catchers. You have three total Bengals.
2: At yeah, he's he's in a house all his own.
1: Cool. Not sure what that means. Flexes. I currently have the uh, Joe P. Call it? the the Hail Mary of flex plays in in it right now. At George Pickens at Buffalo. <laughs> Uh, and Drake London at Tampa Bay. I got double rookies here. Oh, God. Hedgehogs have Chris Godwin home against Atlanta and Chris Olave home against Seattle. There's three rookies in this flex match.
2: There is. Um, Godwin, uh, you know, gets a little Brady love when you throw it to him, all that. Olave, we already talked about Seattle being like a third-rate defense. Really like it, especially if um, their quarterback comes back. I mean, Drake London's a fine play. Pickens is terrible here for me uh, against Buffalo.
0: Oh, I disagree. Uh, I when I Kenny, Pickett, I like when Pickett. Kenny Pickett came in, he targeted George Pickens early and often. That's fine. And George against, Pickens had his the best defense. First,
2: you could target him all you want.
0: That, that's fine. But eight targets the first. Well, he had seven targets the week before, but eight targets, six for 102. I think Pickens is going to be the leading receiver for Pittsburgh this week. Rob bet me on that bet me on that bitch the the leading receiver so leading receiver for pittsburgh
2: do you mean by yards or targets um what do you mean by leading or do we just do fantasy points oh fantasy points so you mean he outdoes deontay johnson
0: uh and the Muth.
2: yeah and the Muth. and well that's easy anybody can do that um sure yeah i'll take that beautiful Watch! Watch them all be like six, five, four. Yeah, no, Pickens is
0: going to have one for fourteen and be the best fantasy (laughs) option. Right?
2: Okay. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, I should have made a caveat that the worst turd is still a turd.
0: I mean, I'll I'll give you a caveat. If if everybody is under five points, it's a push.
1: Okay, fine. I guess that's a caveat. All right, defenses here. I've got the Cowboys still at the Rams versus the Hogs-Broncos home against the Colts.
2: I mean, these are both good. Both both teams are struggling on offense. Um, for Dallas, all they got to do is figure out a way to cover Cooper Cup. And, I mean, have you seen how the Rams oh. cannot protect uh, their quarterback? And Dallas is on, a like, a record sack pace. They could kill him. And then – same with the Colts. They can't seem to do anything, but I guess I like the Cowboys because they get the sacks. (laughs) So give me the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean,
0: uh, the Colts are the number 30 offense against defense for a reason, because Matt Ryan just puts the ball on the ground anytime he can. Uh, That is true. That is true. Defenses versus the Colts. Seven, 18, 10, 11. Give me Denver. Easy, easy, easy. Uh, Give me Dallas. But, but Dallas, (laughs) Uh, Trayvon Diggs is turning into a superstar before our eyes. This last game is maybe the best run Trayvon Diggs has ever played in his career. If he can keep that up and with Micah Parsons, this defense is going to be something to reckon with. Yeah. Uh, Dan Quinn for president 2024.
2: I mean, yeah, he's really turned this defense around from a laughing stock three years ago to
0: the the problem is, is he's going to get a head coaching job when they switch and go to uh, Sean Payton at the end of 2020 or at the end uh, of 2022. No,
2: no, that won't happen. I have a sneaky feeling. uh, He will be our next head coach next year.
0: Ooh. And uh, I don't, I know. And I don't, I I don't love that.
2: (laughs) I don't either. I think they'll knee jerk and say, well, we've got to keep Quinn because of this defense. Um, let Quinn, you're the, you're, you're the new guy.
1: I don't,
0: I don't love that. And then it'll split focus and blah, blah, blah. I hate that so much. I hate that a ton.
1: I do too. <laughs> yeah. Listen to us. Talk, talk about that more on our, right, uh, right. Cowboy, on our Cowboys only podcast. All right. All right. On Cowboys probably... corner. <laughs> Cowboys <laughs> corner. Uh, let's Benches? see. Uh, yeah. So Tyler, you wanted to take the hogs bench.
0: Yeah. I foremost. mean, for, for me there there is one very easy thing you can do here um and it depends how you feel with all all four of the receivers you have in but Devin Duvernay if Rashad Bateman is inactive is a must play this week he uh he has scored in I think three or four games
2: yes three or four
0: yeah uh and yeah he has been involved yeah it's a low target share but You're going to have low target shares with Lamar and Duvernay has the potential to take one to the house. He is a must play if Bateman is inactive.
1: Yeah. Robert, what do you got for this bench?
0: I mean, uh,
2: the same thing. I would do that. Um, This is another one of those teams that has two quarterbacks that you could, you know, oh, Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow, who should I play? They're both, you know, you really should parlay that into some pieces that you can, you know, like this team needs another running back. They really do. They've got receiver talent, um, but I don't see anybody on the bench that I would uh, put up there except for what uh, Tyler talked about. Is getting DuVernay in there? The, if, you,
0: the only other thing I want to talk about, Pollard right. versus Zeke this week against a Aaron Donald front. Who are we playing this week? Well, I, okay. So if I'm picking between the two, yes.
2: I'm picking Pollard because he goes to the edge faster uh, where Zeke is a more off tackle guy and off tackle, I guess, depending which direction you're going leads right into Aaron Donald. Cool. So
0: definitely, definitely wasn't asking for a friend there. I have both of them in a dynasty league and I have oh, to play one of them.
2: Oh yeah. If I had to play one this week, it would be Pollard. Um, I don't really want to play running back against the Rams. Though, hell, uh, Jeff Wilson did really goddamn good <laughs> against him <laughs> last week, he had a 30 yard touchdown run. So, but he runs more like Pollard does. He's, yeah. So, anyway.
1: All right. So, let's take this. Or, no, let me talk about me. Um, do something because, damn, this is going to be a long podcast. It is going to be a long podcast. And uh, I'm just getting drunker. Okay. Anywho. Um, we'll see. I mean, the biggest thing here is we'll see if I have the stomach to play uh George Pickens this week at Buffalo. Oh, you heard Tyler, he's a lock for a million yards this week. Um, but I mean, Gabe Davis it depends on his health. The all yeah. and all, I have all the rest of the upside on my team. I don't think I can trust Jared Goff this week. Uh, unless something happens to Brees Hall, everything's is. is Heading his direction, so Michael Carter's and nothing. Zay Jones, uh, he may be a throw in if he's healthy this going into Sunday as well. Nah, um, but yeah. Oh no, I
0: I really like that. I I don't know why you add that. No, I at- I think for me it's it's you're you're deciding between London Jones and Davis. And exactly. I mean, if you want to throw Pickens in there, I'm not going to blame you. But it, like your flex and those two receivers are, you know, you can interchange those. And I'm I'm really not going to blame you for any pick you make there. Yeah, it's four
1: receivers and I have to play two of them. And I don't, we'll figure that out Sunday morning.
2: If he plays, you have to get Gabe Davis in this lineup. I don't know where, I don't know who you take out, but you got to put Davis in. I'm sorry.
0: I don't, I don't think you have to. I don't think that that's required.
2: No, he played played last week. He's played the
0: last two weeks and put up six and two points.
2: And
1: I believe he has not been healthy.
0: Right. But is he going to be healthy this week?
1: I mean, healthier. He practiced he, so he practiced two days in a row last week, and they had an issue on Friday. He right. practiced in full today. We'll fucking see, won't we? Right. If, if, if he
2: okay, if he practices in full Thursday and Friday, you play him. If he gets limited in either
1: one, then I probably would stay away.
0: I I think Zay Jones is easier to put into your lineup than Gabe Davis is.
1: Agreed. Until I and again until I see something from Gabe Davis, Zay Jones. If he's fully healthy, he's the safer play. All right. Okay. Um pickles. I don't want to go first. So, Rob, you go first. Why am I first? Cuz I said so
0: and I'm the, I am God. <sighs> we'll go Rob, Tyler, Blake Dice here.
2: Uh, I'm going to go the hogs.
0: Okay. The hogs for Rob. <sighs> yeah, I mean I just like the bad better. the bad part is is this is the one week where I think everybody on Cincinnati could be useful.
2: And, and everybody on and, the Eagles. I think they
0: both yeah. have such good and so, yeah, And know. so it's just like this is maybe the worst <laughs> possible week to play the Hogs. I agreed. That's why I have to. That's, that
1: always happens to me. He always has his best games against me, so I'm going to Hogs too. Yeah, he's uh, the get,
0: dice are taking the snakes. He's going to oh, get God. like
2: 205 and you're going to get like 172.
1: No, it'll be like last year where he has 280 points and I have 204 points. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, that'll be gross. If that happens, I mean,
2: I'll be so mad again. Yeah, but if, if you got to take a loss take it getting 200 points.
1: So, all right. Our next matchup is brought to you by Bag Clan Snap Bracelets. Oh, you remember snap bands, right? The, uh, the big craze, or you know, snap band around your ankle, snap band around your wrist, snap band around your neck, neck choker. Get the Bad Clan Snap Bands. They have a, a derort bag and testicles on them. Bad Clan Snap Bands. Wow. All right. Thank you, Bad Clan Snap Bands. Our next matchup is the Fly Eagles Fly at two and two at home versus the 0 and four Testicle T. Currently, the testicle team is favored one for two. Three. Oh, God, really? Are, here we go. On the road to hey, hey, hey. it there. Got it there. Go do love the two-hole. Oh, God. You got to shorten that. It's too long for the I'm, middle of a podcast. I,
0: I for sure will not.
1: I don't have, I don't have a problem long. with it. It's just, it's too long. I mean, it allowed me to do this things is, This on my is phone. Rob's
0: punishment for finishing last.
2: Why, why do I get the year-long punishment? Everybody else just gets their name changed
1: and moves on with life. Because well, you're because, on
0: the podcast. Okay. Yeah, because
1: you're a podcast host and um, the founder of the league. Yeah. Um, Great. Okay. Thanks. And Go also,
0: family. you're never going to finish in last ever again, so we have to take this advantage while we have it.
1: I don't know that that's true, but we'll see. Well, you're playing against an 0-4 team, so... So, so good for me. Yeah, currently the T is favored, 147 to 132. The Fly Eagles fly, have Russell Wilson home against the Colts versus T's Josh Allen home against Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, I mean... I'm sorry. This is Josh Allen. It, it doesn't matter what matchup it's in. It's Josh Allen.
1: Yep. And Russell also falls into that category of, I don't know if I can trust you, till I really see some consistency here. Uh, running backs, Damian Pierce at Jacksonville and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, home against the uh, Raiders for Eagles Fly versus Jamal Williams at New England and James Robinson, really acquired, home against Houston for T.
0: Yeah, I mean, the key thing here is we didn't see Jamal Williams' role expand as we expected. We didn't ex- expect to see it expand, but he was more efficient. He got the better carries, right? And went 19 for 108 and then uh, and two touchdowns. He has six touchdowns on the year through four games. Yeah. He's playable whether or not Swift plays. Robinson um, has been good as well. Uh, double digits in all of all of the weeks except for last one. Uh,
1: yeah, and that's home against Philly for Robinson. That's a good defense, yeah. a really good front seven. You're playing I mean, C- at home.
0: CEH has been in double digits every single week. I do expect that to slow down because he uh, has been seeding a lot of the work.
2: Um, he did this last week. He got 18 carries this last week. But up, Damian you.
0: Pierce, on the other hand, is on the way up. As it stands now, give me Pierce and CEH. It's by a hair um but don't don't sleep on williams and robinson i'm giving williams and robinson it by a solid margin Mm. you want to bet that no
1: (laughs) damn it uh our next
0: matchup is brought to you by tyler sportsbook
1: (laughs) tyler sportsbook uh tyler only is a dick uh receivers Michael Pittman at Denver and Cortland Sutton home against the Colts for Eagles fly versus Amon Ross St. Brown currently in this lineup at, uh, at new England and T Higgins newly acquired at Baltimore in that Cincinnati matchup. Holy shit. Between two matchups, there's what five Cincinnati players here. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I can't trust Amon St. Brown. So I'm effectively giving him a zero right now. Uh, Cause I don't think he's going to play T Higgins. However, is the best in this matchup. Uh, Pittman mm-hmm. and Sutton are going up against each other on Thursday night. Rob really stacking the Thursday night players. So, you know, I think when we get down to the flex and get down, oh, to God. The bench, he will have, um, he'll, he'll know what he has to do going into the benches or into the flex because he'll know what his, you know, top two receivers and quarterback did. So that actually, for me, gives him a little bit of an advantage. So uh, I'm going to give this to Rob on both the fact that Amaron St. Brown is a zero to me and both his receivers are on Thursday, even though Thursday nights are the under. No, your mom's the under.
1: Yeah, I want to play some roster uh, fuck arounds here with you, Tyler. Uh, assuming Amaron St. Brown doesn't play and you throw either Mike Williams or Adam Thielen in here alongside T. Higgins, does that swing the matchup in T's way at all?
0: Yeah, I mean, certainly. If you if you threw Mike Williams up there with T. Higgins, it would throw it that way. Um, I I am still uh, counting for the fact that Fish knows what they have after Thursday, uh, so that makes it very, very, very close.
1: All right, tight ends Dalton Schultz at the Rams for Eagles. Fly Tyler, you kept saying Fish. Uh, get correct. Check yourself. That is true. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. Do we need uh, to play the song again? No. No, we're good. Uh, tight end for T is Tyler Higby, newly acquired as well. Home against Dallas. Wow. Yeah, Shut only Damn one game. of these.
0: Only one of these tight ends has the potential to go away, and it's Dalton Schultz. So give me Higby.
1: Yeah, flexes Jeff Wilson Jr. at Carolina and Hollywood Brown. Right, I'm not stupid. There, no, you're not. Okay, uh, he's. I mean, you with-
0: are, but not in direct relation to this.
1: Shut up. Uh, He's home against Philly. Uh, And then we talked about, you know, moving Mike Williams here, but in the flex currently, as it stands, Mike Williams at Cleveland and Adam Thielen home against Chicago for T. Yeah.
0: I mean, Hollywood Brown versus Philly should get the sleigh treatment. Um, That, that really, really hurts this matchup. Jeff Wilson versus Carolina should be totally fine. Uh, He has been 11, 12, 13 on the area if he could break 100 that certainly breaks this flex matchup wide open so as it stands right now give me give me williams and Thielen, just with Thielen's touchdown potential but it's real close
1: okay i have 100 sidetracked myself i was gonna say something but totally forget it anyway moving into defense that's right i made a change anyway I Lemon don't care. Arrow. I don't care what you've done in the okay. last five minutes or what you said. Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, Bucks defense home against Atlanta for Eagles fly versus the Jags defense. Fuck you, Nick. Uh, home against Houston.
0: Yeah, no, we talked about this in waivers. Uh, this is the Jags defense. Uh, Atlanta really doesn't turn the ball over as much as you think. They're pretty protective of it. So, yeah, give me the Jags.
1: Yeah, they're a pretty inefficient offense, uh, pound for pound, but yeah, they do hang on to it pretty well. Mm. Uh, and we talked about how terrible Davis Mills is this year. So um, Tyler, let's go dissect this testicle T tea team. We so we're all let's let me, let me let me put it this way. Let me present this lineup to you. Uh Mike Williams is in there instead of Amon Ross St. Brown. And yep. your flex you are throwing in Rashad Penny.
0: Yeah, I mean Rashad Penny didn't practice today with a shoulder injury, so that scares me. I don't hate uh, if you really want to put in Mel Gordon uh, against Indy and play him on Thursday night, especially since Rob has some Thursday night guys. That kind of helps you plan for Sunday. Actually, the more I think about it, the more I really like that play. Uh, yeah, and, Ryan, and First is, of all, Jamal Williams, uh, or uh, Devontae Williams should not be on this roster. Ryan Robinson should be in the IR. That that is just one of those. Stupid things that only a stupid person would not do, but other than that, I don't know that there's a ton here that I would do. So I actually,
1: uh I was thinking of a couple of days ago when my uh, Melvin Gordon was still on the injury report, but it did come out today. Uh, head coach says that Melvin Gordon is going to handle. "Quote: He's going to tell you can play the soundbite. It's going to take a big load uh, in, in this game." So. And I do want to say our obligatory. Go ahead. Take a, load. Take a big look. There we go. Nice. Um, our obligatory. Hey, I, I
0: have another one for you, Blake. Just because it's also relevant.
2: If he can't come right here, he can't come at all. True. Nice. Sure.
1: Um, but yeah, I do think you 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 gotta I mean, you don't you don't trust what head coaches say in general, but. If he's good to go, he's 100%. He's not banged up at all. You put him into your one of your RB spots, move Javante or James Robinson into that flex position. Uh, just because you don't play your Thursday night players in your flex spot, that take correct knee, keep yourself there. So you got to do that right now,
0: yeah. Um, And and also looking at Rob's updated lineup, that's another one with these London games. Rob currently has AJ Dillon in London game, and TEH is Monday night. That's another one where you flip-flop those and just give yourself the extra, I guess, leverage or the extra oh. um, flat appeal. But, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you where you you put Melvin in, in your running back slot on Thursday night because you don't know what's going to happen with Swift. You don't know what's going to happen with Amaron. So, as it stands right now, get Melvin Gordon in there, see what happens, and then figure out the rest of it later because he's your, he's your best bench option right now.
1: Yeah. Hi Rob, what do you got to say about your team? I mean,
2: I agree with most everything that's been said. Um, I have a few choices. You know, I I do think that Marquise Brown does get the Slade treatment. So, especially with, you know, I'm not excited about him. In fact, I already put uh, A.J. Dillon in for him just because of that floor. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do at tight end. Going to play Schultz, I guess. Um, You know, if I... if We'll see after Thursday if I need to take a shot. You know what I mean? Um, if I got to take a shot, maybe Romeo Dubs goes in there and said Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson's going to give me like twelve to
1: fifteen points. That's about it. I mean, it,
0: it, he's been close to breaking a hundred every week. If he breaks a hundred, all of a sudden that's a twenty-point week.
1: Crack. I'll tell you what, Rob. I think Romeo Dubs or and Michael Gallup are both better flex plays than AJ Dylan. If you're looking for a, any kind of floor, because AJ Dylan's floor is pretty fucking weak. Yeah.
0: So I I'll just, just- had. Have- well, I think A.J. Dillon gives you a really good floor.
2: Yeah, and I would – if I play him, I would have to – I wouldn't put him in
1: my flex anyway. I would put – Yeah, well, in the last three weeks, A.J. Dillon has averaged maybe eight points. Yeah, but Romeo Dubs has averaged, uh, what, 14, 15 in the last three weeks compared to straight – Because he's well, scoring, I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, if you did yeah, the yeah. scores, out, it's about 10, but yeah.
1: Correct. The first two, he didn't do
2: anything, but yeah, he's – yeah, again, he's gotten eight targets the last two weeks, which if he gets that again against, you know, a terrible Giants defense. So, yeah, I uh, I have a lot of choices to make. I don't think it's going to make any difference. Uh, I'm favored to
1: lose by, you know, 15 to 20 for a reason. I mean, I, let me ask you both. Who's the better – who's the corner you need to be more worried about for your number one receiver, Jalen Ramsey or Darius Slay? Slay. Yeah, Slay. Okay, because – Marquise Brown goes 14 of 17 for 140 against the Rams.
0: Yeah, I, I don't anymore. Uh Ramsey is a, a side corner. He is not a follow corner. He's not a follow. Slay's a follow. That slay is a follow.
2: And as long as he's healthy, which he does get dinged up from time to time, but as long as he's healthy, I mean you saw what he did to Justin Jefferson who's better than just about everybody in the league, except, you know, select few. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Kirk Cousins also sucks. Anyway. True. Um, Taking this matchup. Oh, oh, and by the way, one more thing. One more thing I could change, just because if I get news tomorrow, and the reason I picked him up, that Jameis Winston's okay to play, I will play him against that Seattle defense before I'll play Russell Wilson. Okay. Which is why I picked yeah. him up because, especially if he gets his people back. So, if all of his people practice tomorrow, if he gets Michael Thomas back, he's got Olave. You know, I don't care what he has at
1: running back, he could do better than Russell. All right. I don't, I, don't I don't think it matters. I'm taking T in this matchup. I think he gets his first win. Yeah, I do too. Oh, so uh, yeah. That's a,
0: that's a queen sweep the dice. And I also yeah. think. That yeah. this is a win for the testicle tea. Uh your commissioner's cup matchup and your matchup that involves the longest running commissioner's cup in history. Yeah, he broke
2: my record, he didn't he broke my record, didn't he?
0: Uh not your record, Blake's and Freedie's.
2: Oh, yeah, I thought it was mine. Well, I guess yeah, he, so you, you never f- had the commissioner. You
0: cup can't. F- uh the commissioner's cup is brought to you by a brand new cider coming onto the market. Ooh, oh god, we're doing this. Yep. it's hand it's hand squeezed uh cider it is your mom's favorite it's your girlfriends favorite it's cummins Cummins cider is the best cider on the market as of today it, it, it is completely filling and oh boy I'm losing it and is uh and is all of the women's favorite when you when you bring Cummins cider to a party, you just bring the entire party to you. Cum cider. The best cider in all the land.
1: I yet you, you did lose that one a little bit though. But thank you Cummins Bros cider. I would have
0: appreciate you guys not going on mute and helping me out there.
1: I had to go on mute or I would have died. I wasn't on mute. I was just, you know, I was
2: on flubbergast. You, you should have uh, in that uh, commercial. They should have had a
0: testimonial. Now, guys, I will. I will say, Come Insider has also been known to pair well with the chocolate pudding shot. Oh yeah, really? Yep. Or I, or if you if you get some Come I mean, Cider, if you get some Come Insider, and, and then you and then you just you just all you have to do is get a towel to clean it up.
2: Are, are you sure there's room? Because usually the shot is like really full. Are you sure there's room to fit the
0: well, cider? So, sometimes when you come inside her, it just leaks out. All right, oh, so okay. we've
1: we've officially lost the uh, the innuendo here. We're just talking about green pies at this point. So let's move straight on into um, our last matchup here. Uh, the Hawaiian Shakers hang on to the Commissioner's Cup. They are four and zero, and they are playing at Scary Terry's house. Scary Terry coming off a strong victory, starting Geno Smith. Now one win. and three, yes, now one and three. So scary Terry here at quarterback is benching Geno this week. They are starting Carson Wentz home against Tennessee. Shaka's throwing out Patrick Mahomes at the Vegas Raiders. I mean, that's at home.
2: I mean, it's Mahomes. Uh, Vegas is they have a good pass rush, but Mahomes negates that. It's a Monday Night game. He'll probably throw five touchdowns, gross mahomes.
0: Sorry.
1: <laughs> pre-jack.
0: Oh, pre Jack. Jesus. Oh, pre-Jack. Oh no, now I have to set it back up.
1: <laughs> oh God. Tyler, do you have anything to say about these quarterbacks?
0: Yeah, no, this Patty
1: Mahomes. <laughs> Oh, fuck. All right, running backs. Let's get through this. Okay. Um, Running backs. Scary Terry, Najee Harris at Buffalo and Leonard Fournette, the dump truck home against Atlanta.
0: Okay. I mean, look, Najee is in hell. You forgot the other side. I (laughs) (laughs) forgot the other side.
2: It's Nick Nick Chubb and Miles Sanders. (laughs) Jesus, you guys are off the rails.
0: This this off the rails comes to you from a sider called Cummins.
1: Oh, God, let's go. All right. So, All right. yeah, Nick Chubb, home against the Chargers, or in Miles Sanders at Arizona.
0: That's right. what shock is at. Right. So, back back to what I was saying. Najee Harris is in a hellhole. Uh, nah. This guy is, A, Whoops. not a good running back. B, is older than most of the young NFL running backs. For his second year, he is old as fuck. And it's
2: like, He's like 80, yeah.
0: Yeah, he is not getting the password he got last year. I hate him so much. Uh, anybody that has traded him at Dynasty uh, got a haul for him, and congrats to you. Uh, I believe I'm talking directly to K Grader here. Uh, this is Chubb and Sanders, easy peasy.
2: Uh, agreed. Uh, Chubb is the, I believe the fantasy leader. Yep, number one. Um, and Miles Sanders has, even though he told fantasy owners, don't draft me. Um. The ones who did
1: are glad they didn't listen. So, yeah, this is Chubb and Sanders walking away. Yep. I, I do got to say my obligatory I love Leonard Fournette. Just, you know, that's everybody knows that I love him. Uh, receivers Debo Samuel at Carolina and DK Metcalf at New Orleans for Scary Terry versus Cooper Cup home against Dallas and Garrett Wilson home against Miami for the Sharkas. I mean, sorry. It's, it's, Anybody sorry. that's got
2: cup, I mean, see, Debo did come back this last week, uh, and actually, you know, turned that, uh, unbe- or uh, unfortunately for Nate and his team, uh, got the loss on that 55 yard, five yard catch, 50 yard run for a touchdown. Um, I just don't believe in Metcalf. Um,
0: so give me cup and Wilson. So, Rob, what what are the Cowboys going to do against Cooper Cup to try to cover him, or are they just going to do what everybody else is? And just give him 140 yards.
2: So if I'm Dallas, I don't know what they're going to do. If I'm Dallas, I make sure Tyler Higby does not get those first downs that he gets. And I limit Higby and I let Cooper cup be Cooper, whatever you get your things here and there. We'll stop you when we get inside the 20 and roll that way. Um, I don't think they're going to double him. I think they'll probably.
0: That, that seems like a misallocation of resources.
2: They probably will double him because what they're going to do is they're going to let um, um, Diggs cover him, but he's too good a route runner for Diggs to hang with the entire time. So they're going to roll a safety. Um, I don't think they're going to worry about anybody else but uh, him and Higby. I think they're going to let Alan Robinson do his thing. If this was ever a game for Allen Robinson to come forth and be a thing, it would be it because they're going to let him go against Brown or one of the other guys and say, dude, if you can beat him, go for it. So, do the Cowboys so what take?
0: You know, believe you're saying is
2: if he can't come right here, he can't come out also.
0: Is that what you're saying about Allen Robinson? If correct. he can't come right here, he can't come at all?
1: Correct. So I'm looking at Cooper Cup stats on the season here. Does Dallas look at out of all the games, the Arizona game where against Arizona, the Rams only targeted Cooper Cup six times? He caught it four times for 44. Only reason he had any fantasy relevance that week is because he had one rushing carry for 20 yards and a touchdown.
0: So, I mean, you you have to look at it, right? But look at it. The big thing is you look at all of these other top receivers and their average yards per reception is 14, 15, 17, because they're going to break the big one. Cooper Cup, 9.8, 9.8, 11, 8.7. So what he's going to do is not, like Rob said, something that Trayvon Diggs is going to help you with. Trayvon Diggs isn't good over the middle. He's good at being speedy and catching up with guys and stuff like that. And so you're going to need your relatively poor linebacker core and your good safety. I mean, I think Malik Hooker is the X factor for this game for Dallas. So
2: here's a plus, if you want to hear an Allen Robinson plug. Not really. Well, Sean McVay said today, when asked about, don't you have to get him the ball more? He said a lot of it is out of his control, meaning out of Allen Robinson's control. He said the defense the Rams are seeing, where Robinson's lining up against his coverage, just plays a lot of uh, role in the lack of targets.
1: Now, I think what he meant is it's out of – the uh, Sean McVay's control because Alan Robinson pooped in Stafford's pudding and he's really upset about that. Well, um, if, I, hey, had, if guys, I had, if I had, if I had balls, I'd play him this week. If I had the balls, I'd play him this. Now week. we're gonna get this back on track here. All right, let's go. Let's move on to the, the tight ends here. Pat Frymuth at Buffalo for Terry Kelsey versus Kelsey home against the Raiders. Kelsey. Yeah, uh, it is. Muth it is. has been consistent, but nope. not uh, in the way that Kelsey is. Sorry. Flex. DJ Moore, home against San Francisco. He should have traded him when he could. Juju Smith-Schuster, home against the Raiders, versus Terry McLaurin, home against Tennessee, and Amari Cooper, home against the Chargers. Uh, we
2: already talked about McLaurin getting those targets that are going to be seated by uh, Dotson being out, and Cooper has had 200-yard games.
1: McLaurin and Cooper! Yeah, there's basically one receiver in this matchup on Scary Terry's side, and that's Juju Smith-Schuster. And he's not even that good to, to, to begin with. So correct. Or to start with. Or to start with. <laughs> uh defense. Packers home against the Giants, Niners at Carolina. Um, I, I mean Niners have been really good
2: on defense, and Baker Mayfield has been toilet water, but so have the Giants. So I they're both equally good. But give me the Niners. All right. Rob, talk about the home team. Talk about Scary Terry's bench here. All right. Uh, Darnell Mooney finally came to life and had a game. Uh, you could think of putting him in instead of the no don't uh,
0: care. Uh,
2: Zach Ertz instead of Fryermuth. No, not against Philly. Uh, and then blah 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 blah. Don't care.
1: Gone city out. Nobody. Okay. I think you play Zach Ertz and. Against Philly instead of FireMuth ooh, in Buffalo. Oh, maybe for the revenge factor. Also that. Uh Tyler, what do you think about the Shakas?
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, I think Tyler Boyd has to be in here. I'm just playing everybody I can from Cincinnati. I don't care whether you put him in for Garrett Wilson or Amari Cooper. I think he has to be in. Uh Damian Harris has to be in this line. Uh, I mean so, yeah, you, in yeah, for you, Damian you, Harris over a hundred. Uh,
2: yeah, I take I take Wilson out, put either McLaurin or Cooper up in that wide receiver spot and put Harris in that flex. Yeah,
0: yeah so yeah. I, I think I think those two, Harris and Boyd have to be in this week. Harris, Harris is number one.
2: Yeah, I would agree. Harris is your is you gotta find a way. Because they
1: could run all day on that team. They will run all day on this team. All right. All right, so let's take this. Uh, I will start. Um, give me Shaka's. Go ahead, Rob. Uh, one, two, three.
2: Scary Terry has no chance to win. It's the Shaka's. Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Shaka's to uh, go to what? Five and O. Oh. And the dice will take the Shaka's for a queen. Ooh. That Blake would say RIP in peace. He could do no wrong.
1: All right, that is all we have for this week. Uh, guys, I hope we all join the PlayStation Party as you are able to on Sunday. Um, let's have a good week five yeah. of football, everybody, and let's have... Oh, let's oh do we have on. another yeah, sponsor, time. I or? hope
0: that audio is okay. My internet has been real shit these last two matchups, so hopefully well, the audio here is okay.
1: My hope is that since you're recording, it doesn't have an issue recording your voice, but hopefully it got ours
0: right that's that's what i'm hoping i'm sorry if blake and rob's audio is bad
1: yeah what are you gonna do all right guys